the problem isn't in my pants. Bex man. And get a cup of coffee, man. <laughs> no, no, I got all this tea. Yeah. <laughs> I got a drink. Yeah, fucking hipster. So anyway, <laughs> welcome to this issue of Mex Man. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. The hipster. Who's not a hipster. And it's agave green tea. So, thank you very much. You can't much. say those two sentences back to back. <laughs> you can't say, I'm not a hipster, and then your next sentence be, it's agave green tea. <laughs> it's... The difference between me and a hipster is I don't do any of it, ironically. Yeah, you're... It's delicious. So you're just a douchebag. <laughs> it's all like, like, this is all me, baby. Yeah. Genuine love. This league expo guy. Not because, oh, hey, Pokemon. It's because... You're really in the league. Fucking, fucking, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I would have mailed in my, you know, order for one in the raffle or whatever that, like, Ash gets his in. Yeah, you would have been really pissed that that douche beat you out for the hat. Oh, so mad? <laughs> yes. So mad? Like, he doesn't even know anything about Pokemon. He always has spawned his Pokedex for, like, fucking Pidgey. <laughs> He's like, oh, what's this bird do? <laughs> Turns out it flies. <laughs> anyway, X-Men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, today we're going over Uncanny X-Men number 11. Oh, so yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was really great. Um, and the Marvelous X-Men number one. Yeah. And uh, New X-Men Planet X issue one through five, which is uh, 146... Through 150, a uh, new X Men. Um, nothing else came out before. X23 uh, as well. Number nine came out. Yeah, and I could talk about the first two issues oh, of um. I'm, I was confused. New Mutants. I, I could have swore I had uh, three X books, and I did, but one was just that reprint of the 3D, which I didn't even yeah. read for real because it was. I saw the characters, and I was like. I don't want to read this. It was, yeah. it was Wolverine and uh, Black Widow and Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. Was like yeah. most of the Two cast. of those are X-Men. Yeah. And, and one then, is barely. Like Psylocke and Jubilee show up at some point. but Wasn't yeah. the art bad too? A little bit. A little bit. Well, isn't it all the... Even if it was great art, it's just all fucked up with the 3D. Yeah. that's That was a problem too. And like, it fucked my eyes yeah. up trying to look through with the glasses and stay focused. Like... Trying to focus on words with all that happening is not great. So yeah. when you take them off to read the words, then the picture's fucking with your eyes. Yes. So it was just like, uh, and then it being like a night, like a what eighties book? Nineties, I think. Is it nineties? That's what the art looked like to me. Well, like there's like a mid eighties to mid nineties where the art law looks the same. It was Claremont. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know, like during that period it's more wordy than it needs to be so it was just it all felt like excruciating one level on top of the next so I was like alright I'm not gonna read this I don't so, blame you so I didn't read it but yeah. I mean the 3D glasses are nifty they're Cyclops visors nice <laughs> I mean it could have been better but, yeah they yeah. could have been I mean the whole conversation we've had about them is how much cooler and more like Cyclops visor they could have made them yeah they could they could have made them but they took the effort yeah. I think, you know, is what matters. Right. Yeah, they could have just put in a shit pair of 3D glasses. Yeah. Or, even worse, like, put little, like, wingtips on the ends to make it look like Wolverine masks. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Oh, that would have been that would have been so upsetting. Yeah, but also appropriate for the book because Cyclops is nowhere in the book. So, do you guys think we can get a lot of people to listen to this if we if we talk like a true crime podcast and are completely uninteresting? No, fuck that. that. You know what? That uh, the Ron Burgundy podcast. The first thing he does is true crime. <laughs> is <Really>? it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to pick that up because I saw the people on the front either, or as well, mm-hmm. Wolverine and Captain America. Yeah. It's your favorite X-Men. Yeah, and my favorite Avenger (laughs) in one. Uh, Oh, and I told uh, Tony about this. If Deadpool was on that team, you'd be just losing your shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, new Deadpool came out. I could talk about that. All right. Yeah, yeah. I I briefly joined um, a Facebook group uh, that was, like, basically, like, a Cyclops fan page thing. Yeah. Uh, And then I posted the Fuck You Rogers uh, panel. Um, everyone there loved it except for the admins who then like deleted my posts. Yeah. It was just really? rude. Yeah. Well, yeah. they might have deleted it just because. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, but they were, people were already putting up pictures of other shit. Oh well, then fuck them. Yeah. Did they delete the other ones? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they did. I don't know. I know, I'm loving those. those. Things, so I just loved it. I'm, uh, as you guys know, because I've been sending them to you nonstop. I'm loving those uh, Cyclops. I was wrong memes. Yeah, <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> like the the guy who's like following after the girl and's like Cyclops return X Men fans, and then the guy who stops him and puts his hand on his chest is like, I was wrong. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> the uh, the guys, <clears throat> holy shit! <laughs> the guy, yeah. the, the guy who's just like standing there, and it just says Cyclops fans excited for his return, and then uh, somebody jumping about to jump on his back with a knife <laughs> says I was wrong. Yeah, uh, but what was the guy's name? Watto. Oh, what? <laughs> who you just sound like just then? Oh, it's like yeah, so bold, fucking. Uh, we do not take credit. Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the podcast, I'm just going to be simple. <laughs> no, Watto. Oh, yeah, Watto. I always get fucked up. Like, he's a guy who just says his own name to start conversations. <laughs> <Sebulba>. <laughs> it's because nobody cares about Sebulba. He doesn't do anything except crash like an idiot. Or, like, the voice actor fucked up, and every time he saw the name Sebulba, he thought, oh, that's my first line. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Lucas was just like, let's go with this alien. Yeah. I mean, he was reading a script that had Jar Jar's dialogue in it. Oh my god. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> X-Men stuff. Yeah. Um, Eleven. Eleven fixed that problem, though, that I was wrong. Or they did a better job. Yeah, because yeah, he didn't backtrack on anything. In a, which is why I was saying like I was so looking forward to Rosenberg taking over X-Men by himself, because yeah. Brisson put in the I was wrong thing, and I think Rosenberg was like, fuck you, man. <laughs> like, he was not wrong. No, I think that, uh, that, I think it meant to just be controversial, that he was wrong in his approach, which I actually agree with. Um, because at a certain point, if you allow people, like, because basically, he had the right idea with the beginning of Astonishing, right? We have to be superheroes, we have to astonish them. Yeah. You know, we have to acknowledge that the world hates and fears us, and we have to rise above it. Uh, and then his own frustration allowed him to finally be like, 
you know what, fuck this, fuck you guys, I'm just gonna keep saving mutants, and you push me far enough, we'll do something. You know, in a threatening way. And, yeah. like, that, that moment, as understandable as it is, I think that's what he's looking back on, going, I was wrong, I should have stayed a superhero, and then that moment he picks to save the family instead of help the X-Men is him choosing to save normal human people yeah. over mutants. Uh, where you have that moment with uh, Kid Cable where he's like, you know, I had to see what man I brought back. So, I get it, and it ends... I mean, the whole line's supposed to be controversial because everyone, you know, the whole Cyclops was right thing up to that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I... I it was meant to bait the controversy, controversy, but... Yes. I think the it... controversy. <laughs> I think it, uh... I think it... It's still solid because you see the direction Eleven goes in, and he's not backtracking from his views, uh, just his approach. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I made that real. Yeah. He's beating up humans, though. He was like, I'm not being subtle anymore, so I was happy with that. Well, even his whole... um, Well, he was getting beat up by humans, to be honest. But even his whole uh, line that's supposed to be like his villain... Uh, monologue about like how if humans come after him, like he's not afraid to take him down from yeah. Uncanny. Like even that, he's like, "Hey, like don't come after us. Like don't attack us. Or yeah, else no, we'll I'm, defend on his, I'm on his side. Yeah, 100%. but they, it's just painted to be like this villain speech. Yeah, fucking well, because they freeze the Avengers. But also that was his point too. In that was like, hey, without even trying, we just stopped. Your greatest team. So, yeah, maybe don't come after us. Yeah, that was great. I loved that shit. They were just frozen in time. Yeah. And it was all a fluke. That's what I loved, too, it was, it was all a fluke. What uh, there? Uh, because it was uh, Ava Bell, right? Yeah. Who was just learning her powers and just happened to be able to freeze time. So she just happened to be able to freeze the Avengers. And they didn't know who she was or what her power set was. And Cyclops just saw a camera, saw it happen, and was like, capitalizing. Right. Bam. In your face. We did this. Don't come after us. Actually, I liked uh, Hawkeye's line in that, too. And I really like Hawkeye's lines. But bringing up, uh, I'm glad you put an X on your face so I know right where to shoot or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> This is a long period of silence. I was like staring at you <laughs> to elaborate or something. You guys are so in love with each other. I'm just uh, <laughs> had to stand up for my boy there. <laughs> Can't take that disrespect from Hawkeye like that. Um, no, because yeah. they're, they're just painting him like a villain. Like, how this guy was fucking saving the world with you, and you're gonna act like you're gonna shoot him in the head or some shit. No, well, that was right off of AVX, and he was being all a bitch about Xavier. But, like, Hawkeye fucking liked Xavier. Like, they didn't have a relationship. Right. Like, Everyone fucking loved Xavier all of a sudden. Yeah. Even uh, Scott loved Xavier all of a sudden after he killed him. <laughs> I think he always loved Xavier to some extent. But, uh, but like, as a father figure... Doesn't like, that happen when anybody fun? dies, though? Like, everybody's, like... Yeah. Like, oh, we loved him so... Like, you could hate somebody and then they die, and you're like, oh, it's so sad they're gone. Scott's had a lot of great moments where he just gets, uh, like, ignored. Or, like, everyone else acts like it didn't happen. 
Like, there's one part where he gives up the X-Men at the end of, uh, at the end of Bennis' Uncanny, um, where Ava Bell comes back from the future, and she's like, fuck you, Scott Summers. And he's like, what the shit did I do? Uh, and then, like, walks off, and uh, it turns out that Xavier leaves the Institute to Scott, uh, and he's just like, uh, you guys, you, you can have it. And then he goes to leave, and he looks at him all, and he's like, I know a lot of you hate me, but I love every one of you in this room, and then leaves. And, like, they're just left being dicks. Like, the whole room of X-Men. And then, uh, yeah, Secret War happens, and it's like, none of that ever happened. Like, what the hell, man? Like, just... Yeah. Totally goes off course for a long time. Everybody's so harsh on the Summers brothers uh, when it comes to the shit that they just let slide with everybody else. Yeah, like yeah. Havoc was uh was it was well known that uh, his personality was switched to be like evil, and then he gets fixed, and they're like fuck off, <laughs> and right. he's like I was kind of a victim for a while, like. <laughs> I'm trying to do some good shit, and they're like, we own the X-Men, fuck you. Yeah, um, and then, uh, you have something like, uh, Wanda when she came back, and the Avengers are like, she's one of ours, and the X-Men are like, no, she goes to prison, and Captain America's all like, nuh-uh, it's like, are you fucking serious? And then almost right after that, (laughs) the Phoenix, the whole AVX kicks off, and uh, Captain America's like, we're taking hope. And Cyclops is like, no? <laughs> what? Yeah. And then, you know, war. Yeah, yeah then, they're super hypocritical for that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, but even like a timeline displaced older version of Wolverine that they don't really know. Like, he got a pass with the Avengers of them being like, oh, we should like arrest him. And then the X-Men being like, no, we're taking him. And they're like, okay. Yeah, but also though, it's he he gets a pat like it's weird that he gets a pass that he killed the future versions of like all of them yeah and they're just like yeah well it hasn't happened yet so I mean he's he's alright like well it was supposed to have happened already <laughs> and it didn't and even he remembers he, it and even he's like it still could and they're like yeah it already was supposed to happen <laughs> like they could just do it later <laughs> what if he gets the urge again. Like, you got the broken one. Ah, man. Fucking Marvel characters. Yeah. You guys want to dive into this 11? Uh. Well, um, before we do that, uh, I think we should go over, um. The the side stuff? Yeah, the side stuff and then go into 11. Alrighty. So, you want to go over, Yeah, Marvelous? uh, Alright, yeah, you can go over Marvelous. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if you read it. I thought I was. I did, but you, you were reading Marvelous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did read it, but yeah, it was your thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't want to step on your toes. I, by all means, fill in the blanks, I guess, if I miss anything. Um, but Marvelous yeah. is the X Men with Nate Gray, um, and they're in some other dimension because they reference in 11 that they're all dead which they can't be dead if they exist somewhere else yeah. well i think they 
everybody else pyramid. knows that they just blinked out of existence. Yeah. And, I mean, if you just disappeared, I'd be like, I, he's probably dead. <laughs> yeah, if I don't see you for a couple of weeks, I'm assuming you're if dead. If you're, like, in the middle of the fight and then I never see you again, I'm like, oh, he's probably dead. Yeah, but, like, Blindfold's, like, a weird psychic person who can read the future, and she's yeah. like, they're dead. So, it, I don't know. It's except weird. she can't. Okay. Um, That's what the whole book was about. What? Because she right. couldn't see past that certain point. We'll yeah, get yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. But, we'll yeah, get, of course um, she would think that she's they're dead because she's not around when they come back. All right. Uh... Anyway, or maybe they never come back. Marvelous ever. Yeah, Nothing. maybe it's just Cyclops, like his X Men team. <laughs> after that, you know, I don't mind that. Yeah, if you be... see the roster that's coming up, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'd be totally cool with that. Uh, but because I mean, it's basically uh, Venice's uncanny roster. Really, I didn't see a roster. Yeah, what you see about in it. the cover for the preview? Yeah, it's like Cannonball and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Cuckoos and uh, Magic. Yeah, it was basically everyone he had with uh, Bendis' run. Yeah. Um, no Emma, though. Well, well, not when Namor tried it. Not when Namor's tried it, remember? Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of... Well, she's a villain now, too. Sort of, yeah. She, she's re she's trying to get... Fire Club. Yeah. Made it her own thing, I guess. Well, she's the Black Queen. badass. No, she's Black King. Yeah. Because they were like, gender, gender roles aren't a thing anymore, Tony. Fuck. I mean, she could be a king. Why can't you be a king? Didn't you hear Cardi B in her thing? I don't know. I don't listen to Cardi Me B. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm pretty surprised you listen to Cardi B. I'm forced to tangentially listen to Cardi B. Aaron? No. All my uh, cousins. Oh. Yeah. All of them? All of them. That's like 43 people. <laughs> That's 43, yeah. 43 people listening to Cardi B. Yeah, it's too many. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh,. Nothing really happens in Marvelous. Just sort of shows um, the weird lie that Nate's created. So it's a more clear expansion on Alpha. So the X Men really only respond to a giant uh, f- uh, fire. So they're just search and rescue now because there's no real fight to happen. There's always reference back to when they were revolutionaries and the way life used to be, but it shows that, like, how they're pod people who get birthed in pods and not sex. Pod people. Uh, it shows, uh... And they're not allowed to fuck. <laughs> no, they're not. I don't... You get erased from existence. I, fuck, yeah. Unless you're a Jean Grey. Well, and I don't know how that makes a utopia society because, like, when people don't fuck, man, they're tense. Yeah. 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 Um... Yeah, it's weird. I mean, everyone's isolated. Everyone has a whole house to themselves to be isolated. And only to meet up on rare yeah. occasion. It's really there's, weird. There's like a the lot X-Men, of jerking off going on. The X-Men, house. instead of having a mansion that they're all share, they, they live in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Which is real. That's a thing. They all have their own houses that... Well, it's like a, um... That's uh, Like a Stepford Wives type thing. Kind of. I was thinking... Ed or Ed like, Ed. um... Well... Yeah. I'm, of course, when you think of cul-de-sac, you think of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. But I'm saying, like, the reason they're doing it, uh, I think it's for, like, to have that appearance of, um, like, what's that show? Uh, or the movie. Uh, where the black and, it's black and white for a while. Like, Pleasantville? Yeah, pl- like Pleasantville. 
where everything's like seems really cool, and then like yeah. you find out, oh, it's only really cool for uh, white middle aged guys. Like for everybody else, it sucks. Well, it's so, like it's like, only cool for mutants, but mutants with the best powers. Yeah, or well, or even that like everything seems cool on the surface, but like yeah, not really. As though. soon as you scratch away the uh, superficial surface, like everything's fucked up. Yeah, um, but actually, a lot like Ed Adenetti because Ed Adenetti, think about it. Technically, they had families, they had parents and stuff, but it was every kid in a house by themselves, and you never saw their parents. Yeah. So, who were in a cul-de-sac who just met up outside of their houses? There go Marvelous X-Men and Ed and Eddie. <laughs> so, yeah, a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> no, the setting oh, is exactly the same. So the kids are the pod people no the kids are the, the x-men, X-Men. <laughs> the kids are the x-men but their parent is right there it's nate gray <laughs> but they don't know that yeah, and it's like so they're, they're, they're like kevin secretly the parents <laughs> <laughs> by the way uh it isn't wolverine and the statue it is nate nate like you look at all the yeah i was up, i was thinking that after a while but it's it, nate the whole time yeah. he's he's an og x-men it's just weird that they that they reference uh, Wolverine while they were talking about it. Yeah, I think because uh, X-23 is a legacy character and so she's there and they're like, yeah, yeah your father or whatever. You know? And then we know why Beast isn't there because he's he was erased from their memories. Yeah. Yeah, because he was there with Bishop and the Prisoner yeah. X. Well, we're assuming. We, technically, we haven't read that book. Yeah, but, but yeah. It, it's I think it's safe to assume just because yeah. we've seen... Bishop get erased. Yeah, yeah, we've seen him get erased and everything. And, and he's in the cover, and beast. It, he's beast, so he'd be questioning the reality of it. Yeah, because okay, everybody in that situation, uh, like in the prison, seems like they would have a good reason to question, why, like why everything is the way it is. Yeah, like Polaris, like magnets, you know. Yeah, magnets. Yeah. Yeah. How do they work? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you fucking pull ICP <laughs> on me. <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's like one of the only three things I know about ICP. I, I only know about that because I'm an M&M, dude. <laughs> and we're from Michigan. Uh, I, I know the magnets thing, uh, the face paint thing, yeah. and that they're really big fans of Fago. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the no. roster. <laughs> no. All right. But uh, so who's all on the uh, the prison one again? It's um, uh, Armor and Gabby, as well as the other people. We're assuming mm-hmm. Armor and Gabby, right? Because that other like no, not Armor. Kind of ambiguous. Uh, it could be what's your face, uh, Trinary. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure this Trinary, not uh, Armor. Oh, that's a bad drawing. I think Armor's with Next Gen. Um, maybe. Yeah, and, with a glob, and then yeah. that would make sense. Trinary, I think, would make sense because she like she has a link to machines, so she would see like the yeah. f- fucked up hidden stuff that's like. And it, Gabby's yeah. just basically kid Deadpool the way yeah. she sees the world. So yeah, and I and you can you can make arguments that like her brain heals from uh, all the shit that like. Well, you could make the same argument about Laura. Yeah, but yeah. they're hinting that towards Laura that she remembers everything. Like, that was the whole point of, like, Nate Gray. Yeah, like, yeah, which is, ahead. yeah, that's the thing that happens, is yeah. that Laura, um, in Marvelous X-Men, uh, Bishop is replaced by Laura in Alpha, 
And so it's like Laura had always been a part of the team because now Bishop's been erased from their uh, collective memories. And at a certain point, she gets flashes of her previous life with Gabby and having a sister and all this stuff. And then, so she's conflicted and she's uh, walking with uh, Nate at one point. And Nate's just like, yeah, I'd never lie to you. You're having these memories because you do have a sister, Gabby. And then, like, totally fucks her head up and, like, resets it all. Like, so basically tells her the truth just to take it away. Yeah. Just so that he, tech on a technicality, just to get never the... lied to anybody. Yeah, you know? well, and just to get the point through that, like, he's a super villain. Basically, yeah. That's fucked up. You know, I just realized, as we were talking about this, X-23 is in her own book, too. Currently. Yeah. And she's fucking in this Age of X yeah. shit. She's the only one. That's weird. She's the only one who has a book. Uh, well, Iceman. Where did his end? His end. His end, yeah. Yeah. In uh, Old Man Logan, it's... Is he... Because he was there, right? He was with... Um, Old Man Logan with the fight? The big goal? Yeah, he was at the fight at the end, right? I don't think Gray. The whole to me, my X Men. Yeah, By the way, I thought he was like right up front, but I could be wrong. That was Beast line. up front with Maggot. 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 <laughs> Sounds wrong. Maggot. But uh, uh, either way, you can make an argument that um, his book is the end of his timeline, no matter when it is. So it could be after all that shit. Uh, but yeah, like it is weird that Laura's shit is continuing outside. But I think they just didn't want to cancel it. Because it was like Kelly Thompson writing it. And they're just going to say it, whatever's happening is happening after or before. That makes it confusing as fuck. Yeah. Oh, okay. But but they probably will. Yeah. yeah no, it's Tamaki. Probably before. Well, you know Who? who's confusing Tamaki. as fuck. Tamaki. Mariko Tamaki. I don't know. I've heard her new series is good, so they probably just didn't want to end it. It is good. Who's confusing as fuck, though, is uh, Wolverine Prime. You know, the actual... Wolverine, Wolverine dude, yeah. I'm reading all of his shit, and I don't know what the fuck is up with him. Yeah, because he has his memory gone, uh, but like he's back. But also, he's like doing all that shit with that the Infinity Stones. Shit, yeah, but also, he's suddenly looking for the X Men and stuff, yeah. and doesn't realize that why they're gone. What What gets me the most about it though is like it's not like it's a miscommunication to writers. Of, like, why Wolverine's all fucked up right now. Because Charlie Soule wrote The Death of Wolverine. He wrote all the books about Wolverine coming back. Uh, and, like, the Infinity Stone shit about him right when he came back. But he's also writing the series where Wolverine's memory's gone. So it's the same guy who wrote yeah. all the things and is making them confusing. Yeah. But he's, and I don't understand it because he's a really fucking good writer. Maybe he's forgetting what yeah. he's doing. Maybe he's just good at Daredevil, and I give him a pass. <laughs> I don't know. Probably easier if it's just one Daredevil book as opposed to a yeah. shitload of Wolverine books. Yeah, well, because he did Astonishing X-Men, and it was it was all right, but it got much better when Rosenberg took it over. Yeah, definitely. What was that switch? That was the Xavier... That was the... Uh, Rosenberg did all the Havoc stuff. Havoc, yeah. The beginning. Well, I think... It's, it's not necessarily that it's bad. I think it's that yeah. we didn't care about Xavier, so making it all about Xavier sucked, and then suddenly it being about Havoc was better. I don't know. I, I just feel like the dialogue and everything. Like, oh, well, because Charlie Soule, too, he's 
from Daredevil, he's used to writing like dark shit at least. Ah. Because like wrote, and if if he couldn't write Daredevil, there's no other character that Charlie Soule can write because he used to be a lawyer. So oh. if he fucked up Daredevil, makes sense. Yeah, then you really can't give him any other books. But. I mean, maybe he always felt like he was a woman, and so he could you know write She-Hulk. Did he write She-Hulk? I don't know. I'm just saying, like maybe he's like secretly like trans. You oh. know. He like one of those uh, guys who wishes they weren't a guy. And then maybe he also has experienced some sort of gamma poisoning. That's really specific. I know, but it'd make him very qualified to writing She-Hulk. Yeah, if he wasn't dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think most people in that situation are dead. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So that marvelous X-Men. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's basically what, how it ends. <laughs> It ends with uh, him telling the truth to uh, X-23, yeah. only to change it all. Yeah. Oh, and they did say uh, Kitty Pryde's uh, with... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, she's with Apocalypse. They mentioned the, the whole Apocalypse thing. That's, that's what fucks them up, actually, is that there's like a psychic <sighs> message that uh, Jean catches that messes her up, that then messes the, minds of, uh, messes the mind of X-23 up. Um so and it's all about Apocalypse shit. trying to, like, send out a beacon about their whole love rally thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he just mentioned that... He just wanted to get a dick wet. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> big-ass orgy. Yeah. Well, that uh, Apocalypse and Genesis and... Uh, which is just Kid Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sabanur. Kitty Pride. And I guess some other people. But. Dazzler, right? I don't know. Was she on the cover of that thing? I could see Dazzler. And that yeah. new girl. Well, just because it's all hippie, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if Dazzler isn't in it, I think my brain would put her there. And that new girl? There's a new girl? Isn't that a new girl, or is that Idy on the cover? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because artist styles change so much, it's hard you, to tell. Do you have Marvelous with you? Um, I do. Right, can I see it real quick? I just want to look at the. Sure. So yeah. I'll branch out to X twenty three real quick since we were All just right. talking about her. Uh, there's good still, segue. Yeah. So they're still working with that. Uh, trying to get that clone. You know, there was the other clone of X twenty three, the robot clone or android clone, who's not saying jack shit. Uh, we left off with Gabby like telling all their secrets and stuff. But Beast was apparently smart enough and like caught the signal that that clone was sending off, blocked it, so nothing was going on. Um, pinged where it was going. X-23 went there and ended up finding a shitload of those clones. Well, kind of, it ended with them seeing those clones, so we don't know if it's, like, the suit or if there's actually a shitload of, uh, Laura clones in there, because it was, like, a whole army. And, uh, the other clone woke up and is actually working with Gabby now. Like, she was gonna kill Gabby and Gabby kind of talked the clone down. So it looks like they're teaming up and they're all gonna meet up, those three, and try to take down that whole fucking clone factory. And uh, it was kind of lighthearted. I don't really like this writer as much on X-23, I'm noticing. She is making more jokes, and it's kind of weird. I, I'm i trying to remember, because I, I don't know if my brain just places uh, Kelly Thompson and um, Sue DeConnick on, like, any book with a woman. But I feel like they're usually the ones that, like, when there's a, a woman's book, like, they're usually the ones that are killing it. Oh. Didn't so. Thompson do... Red? No, that was Taylor Thompson. 
Taylor Thompson did, I think. Or no, that was uh, Thomas Taylor. Thomas That's Taylor. Was. Thomas Jesus. Taylor did good. Uh, X twenty three. All new Wolverine. This is deep cuts right now in terms of creators' names and anyone who would be listening to this. They have to be like really fucking into the X Men and collecting the comics. Or just into like, writers. I think a lot oh, of people are into writers. I, I know this stuff. Oh no no no! I think a lot of people are more into the cast of the characters than of the people who make them. So guys, guys, probably. You know who's in next gen? Who? Gold balls. Nice. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, you can tell by better. the floating gold balls. <laughs> it makes it even better that I'm uh, picking that book up. Oh, I'm gonna have to read that one too. Uh, and uh, Martha. Yeah, Mar- Martha's up there. Yeah. But yeah, we're um. Yeah, it's kind of ambiguous. Who's I don't see Dazzler though. Unless I mean, there's like the blonde woman who looks like the yeah. what's it? What are they? The beatnik? The one who looks the least like Dazzler yeah. is the one who is probably Dazzler. Like actually, oh, almost... did she got the blue star in her eye? No, she is just. I think that's her, She's right? With the black, uh, black shirt. She looks like Kim Possible if Kim Possible was right. a beatnik. Yeah, and right see, there, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's uh, Trinary. That's so weird. Yeah. I don't like the way they drew Genesis. He looks like one of those bamps. The fucking bamps. Yeah. Um, oh, another weird thing about Marvelous, though. Oh, For hold some up, reason, hold Colossus up. is missing an arm. Yeah. I noticed that in Age of X-Men. That, hey. It's weird. What? My headphones got turned on. It fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, what I'm just noticing on Next Gen... Uh-huh. Uh, third person, look who's fucking there. Doesn't make any sense. Unless it's gonna come back. Is that Bloodstorm? No, the, um, I can't remember her name, but she just died. Oh, Blindfold. Yeah. Yeah, third person in. Yeah, like, she was supposed to be, like, one of the only ones who didn't... Get a, oh, like, no, that's Slug. Okay, the person I thought was Bloodstorm was Slug for a second there. I just saw the Slug on his shoulder. I just saw that the white mohawk uh, for a second. But, yeah, that is that is weird that Blindfold would be. Yeah. Also, I guess spoilers for Eleven that we haven't gotten into yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's just weird that she, like, how is she in that? Unless somebody just drew X-Men students on the cover. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They were, like, the premier ex-class of students who have been stuck being students for, like, the last eight years. But you would assume they would have been, the cover artist would have been told what characters they can use. Yeah. But, I don't know, maybe they put them on there just to fuck with people. I don't know. Maybe. Wouldn't surprise me. Or maybe she dies to go to that universe. What? That would be stupid. These comics, man. That'd be really, that would be that would be so dumb if she died in way because that implies so much shit. Like, well, that they really are dead, but they're in a heaven that he created for them. Yeah. Well, that and also like like now that's heaven. He's God. Yeah. Yeah. Straight oh, that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they fucking did. They are dead, and she went there by killing herself. Maybe the, Bet that's what it is. Then maybe they'll keep all of them dead, and now it's just Cyclops. He's the only one left for the X-Men. <laughs> I would be so cool with that. But he's not, though. There are others. 
Yeah, Earth they need to sewers. bring out some other ones. So, um, I guess me and you can get a little bit into um, uh, New Mutants. I mean, I only read the first two books, but... I didn't cover it, man. Oh, you didn't read it all? No, I was going to read the whole... I'm just going to do it all. Alright, well, yeah, we can just do it later then. Alright, cool. Yeah, cause then, like I said, I only read the two issues. Did yeah, I didn't, get... I didn't think we were going to go into it, because uh, I thought you were waiting for the rest. Yep. So, you know, then... Uncanny 11. Now I can talk about Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool. <laughs> Fuck. Alright, yeah, talk about Deadpool. It was... The new issue of Deadpool was dope. Uh, I didn't like uh, I didn't like the writer they got at first, but he's really like coming around. Um, cause he's kind of settled into like each issue. Like I'm gonna do this one story in this issue, and that's just the way I'm gonna do shit, and it's working for him. Like he did that issue where he kill, like he uh, goes after Santa Claus and. Uh, shit like that, and uh-huh. the, the last issue they introduced, like, oh, his daughter knows, like, has seen him, but he doesn't remember his daughter anymore. And uh, this issue that just came out is a, uh, it starts out like a classic noir. Mm-hmm. So he's like, it's Deadpool, like sitting in an office, and he's doing like the noir intro in his head, where he's like, oh, all the dames to walk into any office in the world, and she walks into the office that I'm in. He's like, what are the chances? And you see, like, a woman walk in, and Jessica Jones, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing in my office? <laughs> <laughs> starts beating the shit out of him. That's good. And he's like, he's like, I'm here to hire you. I need your help to find the person who stole something from me. They stole my heart. And it zooms out, and his heart's just gone. <laughs> Somebody literally ripped his heart out of his body. <laughs> so uh, he hires Jessica Jones. Um, to help him find his heart. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, they go talk to Daredevil so he can, like, each heartbeat diff- uh, beats different. Uh-huh. Uh, so Daredevil's like, ah, I can't find it, which means that they, they are, like, hiding it away or they put it in somebody's body. So he, fi- like, they finally hunt down this dude that, like, he, uh, tells him that he wants to bring his wife back. So he stole Deadpool's heart. Uh, because it's the only thing he can use to, because his wife has heart problems, uh-huh. it's the only thing he can use to bring his wife back to life. And Deadpool, like, he like starts crying, and he's like, "I'm a, I'm a romantic. Like, I have to, <laughs> I have to like let you do it." <laughs> Before I get too far into it, he keeps on referring in his head uh, Jessica Jones as a uh, dame, uh-huh. and uh, but he doesn't call her it. Somebody calls her a dame to her face, and she beats the fuck out of him. It's Tombstone. Tombstone calls him a dame. Because uh, they go to Tombstone to... Um, they think that going. he took the body part. Yeah. She calls him a dame, and uh, she, he or he calls her a dame. And, or, or a broad. It was either a dame or a broad. But she, she beats the fuck out of him. Uh-huh. And uh, just slams his face into the table over and over again. And Deadpool, like, from then on, he's like, don't call her that out loud. And then, like, he'll think it, and he's like, nope, can't call her that. And then he thinks it at one point, and he's like, oh, shit, did I say that out loud? She can't know that I called her a uh, dame. I I can't say it out loud. She's like, you just said that out loud. I didn't hear the thing before, but you just said that. So then, like, uh, after that, they uh, write dame in his word box, but they scratch it out and write lady. Uh-huh. Right after it, which fucking genius. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it all gets to him like that guy explaining the story of his wife who had uh, has her heart issues, 
And Deadpool's like, you know what, man, just keep it. My new heart's almost grown back already anyway. And Jessica Jones beats the shit out of Deadpool for... Wasting her time? Yeah, wasting her time. <laughs> She's like, you're just going to let him keep it, you son of a bitch? <laughs> and then it's uh, it's revealed that uh, like the guy wasn't lying, but he stole the heart to give to a supervillain uh, that, so that the supervillain would heal his wife. Uh-huh. And that was the end of the issue. Okay, so she doesn't actually have Deadpool's heart, but a villain has Deadpool's heart. Yeah. So he's going to do some villain shit with it. Yeah. I was going to say, because you'd think Deadpool would just be able to really just save anyone with heart issues, just, all right, take it, transplant, yeah. and then I'll just grow a new one. Yeah, which implies a lot of Just farming them for parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but also would be a terrible life. That would be. Yeah, it'd be hard to blame somebody for not wanting to do that. <laughs> Does he feel pain? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody <laughs> yeah. like Gabby could do that. She could. But her, I don't but think her healing factor is strong enough to do that. Yeah. Well, and you'd still be like a medical experiment. Yeah. Like, your life would suck. But, yeah, like, the, the new Deadpool series is really picking up. And, like, uh, he, the new writer has made him more, um, more movie Deadpool yeah. than Duggins was. So, like, um... He'll do things more like he'll do more more fourth wall breaks that are more like the movies, where he like like Duggan he didn't look at like talk to the audience that much, uh-huh. but um, with Scotty Young he'll like uh, he's like yeah I get it you thought Duggan's run was better than mine like oh this guy keeps phoning stuff in whatever uh-huh. like he'll reference like how like or like he'll um, he'll do like lines for, uh, from the movies and stuff. But, like, I mean, that's kind of a reoccurring Deadpool thing. That Art of War Deadpool that I told you about the other day, yeah. they straight up do the scene where the Hulk uh, grabs Loki and slams him around and calls him a puny god. Oh, yeah? He just does that scene. Um, I I guess, like, because I, I saw the movie Deadpool and Deadpool in comics as two different entities because at least, like, the movie Deadpool is, like, more of a cool action hero yeah. Deadpool uh, who has quips and is sarcastic and whatnot. Uh, whereas the comic Deadpool was sillier and more of a fool um, so if they're just making the change it's like it's, it seems like they're making him into more of a leading man than... well it, they're also at a point too where he just uh, at the end of Duggan's run Duggan blanked out his entire memory of all the shit from Duggan's run so he made it pointless yeah um, well, everybody else still remembers, but Deadpool doesn't. Um, but, uh, it kind of gave, I think it just gave, uh, Scotty Young a character, uh, like a point to start over with the character. Like, he could do whatever he wants. And, like, they brought Negasonic Teenage Warhead to be, like, his assistant oh, okay. and stuff. And So really paralleling it to the movie. Yeah, they're kind of, they're making it more similar. Like, Negasonic looks like... And, yeah, not like her from X Men. Right. Is her has her powers changed also? She hasn't used her powers. She just like she answers phones for him and stuff. Wasn't she depowered? Um, I don't know. How would she be depowered? Or she died, didn't she? When Genosha? No. See, I thought she died too, and Tony argued that she didn't die. Um, no, she didn't die. She showed up with. Uh, Emma. And Astonishing? Yeah. That was, was a projection. She was fucked up. 
No, not in Astonishing. No, no, he's talking about... Uh, he's, he's, they're the only two to survive. He believes Emma saved her in Genosha. I thought Emma just brought out a dead body. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, Emma was so bereaved that she thought she was saving her. But she failed at even that. I mean, there's no follow-up. Like, why wouldn't she follow up with her student, then, if her student was still alive? Because Grant Morrison's weird. He is weird. Yeah, like, they never go back to her at all. He has so many other characters to introduce. So many other <laughs> characters to introduce yeah. to then kill off Darkstar. Yeah. Well, and also... Way, isn't Darkstar... Isn't she part of that whole he Russian introduce group? He didn't introduce her. Yeah, I thought he did. Created Darkstar? Yeah. Just to kill so. her off in that, uh, when they were in the tunnel or whatever, fighting Weapon uh, 11? It's a very heavily researched podcast. No, yeah. I think she's <laughs> older than that. But yeah, that... that well, everyone didn't know who she was. Everyone was like, fucking Darkstar? And that's not Negasonic's only appearance. No, it's her second to only appearance. <laughs> you know what I mean, asshole. <laughs> but yeah, it's not. She's done other stuff, but she's just more. She still is like pretty background character. Yeah, she's never really. What been... she hasn't really made it to the forefront, being just an assistant and all. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah she's of... got her head shaved now and stuff, and not all goffed out. Dark Star's first appearance was Champions, nineteen seventy-six. Yeah, get your shit right, Devin. Wow. 76, how could I have forgotten? Yeah, you didn't read that? <laughs> I only wasn't alive for another almost two decades. That's no excuse. <laughs> I know you have a sour taste in your mouth from Champions. Oh, uh, <laughs> a little bit. Fucking went nowhere slowly. Yeah. For a long time. And then I end it, and now it's like, oh, it's a good book. Fuck you guys, I'm not reinvesting. It. How dare you? No, I didn't say it's a good book. It got better. <laughs> it got better. It's a better book. It's not great. <laughs> but now they have villains. So it's like a, a shit sandwich where someone like scraped a bit more of the shit out of it? Well, it's it's like before you were... that's still a shit sandwich. Well, it's like before you had like a plate. You had all this, like, food on the plate that looked really good, but somebody put, like, a plastic cover over it. Uh-huh. But now there's, like, a small hole in the plate, and you can wiggle, like, a chopstick through and uh, stab okay. the food and get it out. Gotcha. Yeah. Someone's been very mean to you, I feel, at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it has tortured you with I mean, the inability of eating food. You both have met the women I've dated. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I make great choices. Shut up. <laughs> um, probably someone hearing this, like, fucking misogynist, but you're supposed to make you food? Make your own food. <laughs> no, women don't. Women our age can't cook anymore. No, they really can't. <laughs> um, Alright, is that now Uncanny 11? Yeah. Yeah. Is we moving on to? I mean, I just, I, I needed the excuse to start talking about Deadpool, so. <laughs> um, Uncanny 11, though. That was cool. So it the cover, so though, of Uncanny Eleven, why is fucking Colossus carrying Beast? The, the, what cover? What? Oh, <laughs> Uncanny. Oh, I got the <laughs> variant, so I, well, let me see. Well, and I was just, I just couldn't stop looking at Cyclops, so. Oh, that's so weird. He's also, carrying him, like, look at my pet. <laughs> I think it was, like, because it's fastball special, 
But they forgot yeah. it was supposed to be Wolverine. <laughs> he is like... They forgot it was supposed to be Wolverine. Beast is like big as fuck in his he's, hands. Well, he's holding up like, look what I found in the trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like showing, telling him, like he's just lifting him up and showing everybody. Cause, well, because that, that's got to be the cover to something before. I don't think so. It's just like a callback to the I, older X-Men. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, I think it's just a callback to that team. Um, I don't know why LaRocco's been drawing the covers so weird, though. Like, I didn't get that one because of Cyclops' head and fingers. Fingers. I mean, you always just pretty much get the variant anyway. No, no, not, not always. Sometimes For, the, like, bigger issues. Yeah, sometimes, though, the the main cover is a better cover. And ultimately, I think that one would have been, but those two points just bugged the shit out of me. Like, he looks like he's wearing a helmet under his, like, mask thing. I mean, it probably be a good idea. Sure, but you he's know got, he's got brain damage. Like, <laughs> like, no, he's got a fresh brain. I, I tried to brain. explain to Alex the geometry powers the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I get it. It's the stupidest thing about him. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he's got geometry powers. I, I don't, I don't know. I think it's explained stupid. I, I think it, it can make sense. Yeah. Well, because... What it does is, like, a cool thing to have. But as soon as you boil it down to, oh, geometry powers, it's dumb. Yeah. But it's like no. being able to look at a pool table and know what the right shot is every time. Yeah. Yeah. Which sounds lame as a superpower. It's just practice. Why do they have to say but it's no, fucking geometry it's like, powers? No, it's basically, like, it's like what's anybody your superpower? I'm good really at, good at pool. No, anybody who's, like, good at basketball or whatever. Like, any, yeah. anything that involves throwing or having to ricochet off of something. Yeah. Being able to look at something and go, so, oh, like, that's how. He would be way better with Cap Shield than Captain America. Oh yeah. yeah, and there's um a universe in which he actually does inherits Cap Shield, and uh, it gets painted into a big old X. That's awesome. Yeah, well, he dies almost immediately. No, oh, that's that's stupid. stupid. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Um, you know how much cool shit he could do throwing that shield and then blasting off of it. Well, because the story wasn't about him. No, he lost his powers. Um, oh, then that's even dumber. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, dystopian future bullshit. Um, and I, I forget exactly who it was about or what it was about. That is and dumber it was than just Franken Castle. A... <laughs> Go on. I read, I have Franken Castle. Do you? Yeah. I've been re- meaning to read it. <laughs> uh, it's actually not bad. <laughs> just the concepts, though. Somebody, uh, I think, it, was it Brubaker wrote that or something? I don't know. This isn't about Frankencastle. Go on. Um, but yeah, that was, it was. I don't know. It was some alternate universe that they had gone into, and um, I think it was Jean, and she was surprised to learn that it was Cyclops who was there or whatever. I don't know. It was, it was bizarre. I just thought it was a cool concept, though. But also, if his mutant power was gone, then he wouldn't have the whole geometry powers, which then makes the coolness of him having that shield pointless. Well, he had the powers at one point, didn't he? No, not in that never? dystopian future where he inherits the shield. So he never had powers in that future? No, no, he had the powers, lost them. So he'd still have geometry powers. How if he lost his powers? Because he didn't lose the geometry powers. <laughs> Just the optic I mean, class. it is. It, he did if it's 
considered a mutant power. That's what I. All right, is it a mutant power or is it an innate? Is it an innate understanding of perspective? It's just fucking skill. Like, it's practice. Right. It's ridiculous to say it's a mutant power. That's like saying no, Hawkeye's. Like it's aim. like Karnak. It's like saying Hawkeye's aim is a mutant power. Karnak from the uh, Inhumans. Yeah, he is not an Inhuman. Oh, I mean, no? he's got. Um, he is an Inhuman, but he never went through Terragenesis. So, like, his power to find the weakness and everything, that's just from training. So he's a poser? Yeah. Wow. Well, because if you already had, like, you were so good, you trained yourself up that you got yourself your own superpower, and then they were like, oh, like, you're going to go through this process, might, like, fuck everything up for you. You could turn into, like, a giant ball of shit. You're like, I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) That's a really good point. Yeah. Because for the Inhumans, like, that shit don't work out a lot. No. There was a whole book about it uh, where, like, a star athlete guy who was expecting really awesome powers goes through Terragenesis and becomes this creepy mole creature. That sucks. Yeah. Who's like, but your power is to make art. And he's like, fuck art. <laughs> this isn't my personality. Like, I was a whole different thing. Well, good. Like, he, like, shrinks, like, two feet. Dude, humans' whole thing is that, like, uh,. It, whoever goes through Terragenesis, their powers they get are to fill, like, a need. But it's like, when did they ever need somebody who, like, ye- like yelled really strong? All right. <laughs> like, or whose, like, hair was really, like, crazy. I don't know. Like. Warriors, man. Front lines. Yeah. You I mean, I guess. <laughs> but you think the Terragenesis would give them, like gun hands can you imagine though being on the other side of whatever war that is and they're like watch out for the hair like <laughs> but, what and also they're the Got royal it. family yeah yeah i mean mostly they just dig in rock tunnels i guess me and humans suck yeah why are we going on about that because they suck um Uncanny I'm luck. salty against the fucking Inhumans ever well, since their yeah, they whole debacle. So, yeah, Uncanny Eleven. <laughs> La Roca did a good job in that shit. Yeah, the art was great. Yeah, it looks great. That's why the it looks fantastic. That's why the covers are uh, so bizarre to me. That that panel that I think it's the best I've ever seen Cyclops drawn. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh. I mean, I I like that kind of style more than. You know, the, like, I think you're liking like shit. roguish beard Cyclops, though. I also do like that, yeah. <laughs> but I like that it's not like some regular-looking standard dude, like how they always make Cyclops, and instead he looks like Scott Summers. Alright. Yeah, like, like it. it's probably one of my favorite, or one of my more favorite. Yeah. It's weird that when he right. throws the uh, I, I hate how he's, that one guy, his butt's popped out. I hate how he's drawn in House of M. Yeah, I know. Because he's almost Hulkish. Uh, well, no, he looks exactly like uh, Matt Murdock in House of M. They both look exactly the same. And they're both wearing red glasses. Yeah, and the yeah. only difference is uh, Matt's hair is uh, red and Cyclops is brown. Well, also Cyclops uh, is wearing like the same black shirt the yeah. whole time. It's annoying. Yeah, but I just thought because he was like a thicker dude, like he kind of looked like Wonder Man. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. Nathan Fillion? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, when he's when he's in that diner, that's the first time I've heard a guy described as thick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah his ass is all popped out. And shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like he's he's wearing those real tight ass fucking 
old man jeans too. <laughs> just looking at Cyclops' ass, checking it out, <laughs> zooming in. Well, no, because he's he's looking up the page, not because I mentioned. Like it was just bizarre where he throws the uppercut at one of the guys when he's saving blindfold, but doesn't know it's blindfold yet, and like his butt's like popped out in a weird way in the panel, <laughs> where it's just like, "Hey man, I do martial arts. My butt doesn't pop out when I throw an uppercut. What's going on here? You're not doing the uh, <laughs> doing, doing it right. Yeah, not proper form." <laughs> And finally, we got badass Kung Fu Cyclops for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's finally doing martial arts yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, he didn't, he didn't murder any of those guys using his eye powers. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, he didn't kill anybody with geometry. <laughs> but he took it over the top. That's what I was saying, which I was happy about. Because he could have just, like, subdued those guys, but he was, just, like, breaking bones and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he's... I'm four humans. Snap. Fuck you guys. I mean, Daredevil <laughs> does the same thing. Daredevil, like, he just targets all your fucking... He'll target, like, the weak point in your shin and then break your ankle. Yeah. Fucking... It was just good to see because he was just saying, like, about how he was wrong. So I thought he was going to be, like, a super Boy Scout. Yeah. But no. Then he went to that hate rally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Right, so Uncanny 11. Alex got so mad when I told him, I was like, what was Cap doing at that hate rally? He's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I was like, it's a good point, man. Uh, but Uncanny 11 uh, picks up, what, a couple months after the annual and after the X-Men face Nate and he gets rid of them. So basically actually picks, actually picks up right when uh, 10 ends because between the pages of Nate uh, blinking all the X-Men out of existence and the end of the book, it says months pass. Um, and you have uh, just a world that... It re- like, when it said it in 10, I got this feeling like, that seems rushed, right? Just the world just didn't care. But then when you read 11, you're like, they really paint the picture of, yeah, the world didn't care. Yeah, they were happy. were happy about it. Like... Man, that's so shitty. So to see like Cyclops come back, have a different perspective, point of view on how he acted and stuff, and then be almost immediately demoralized, where he's like months later, he's getting drunk and shit, trying to shoot it with his uh, optic blast. I like how like, they show us the only one he hit, but they yeah. like, point out that like you've been doing this a while. That's the only <laughs> yeah. one you hit. Which is crazy when your whole power is just to just look at it. Like you couldn't yeah. even look at it. Straight. Well, and geometry. <laughs> he wasn't using them. Yeah. Well, he's too fucked up for the geometry to work. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he so he goes to a rally uh, where they're an opponent of Senator Allen, right? That was the guy who yeah he changed mind, his mind on the mutants. Yeah, but too little, too late. So she's like that pussy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ignore him. I'm the one like taking over now, and let me tell you what our yeah. plans are. This she's the pence to his Trump. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this vaccine doesn't go far enough. Yeah, <laughs> and the whole rally's like you know doing what it's supposed to, rallying around her. Yeah, and uh, Scott calls her out. Um, and then they immediately start beating the shit out of him. Yeah, reminds me of some stuff, but you know we won't get into that. <laughs> um, and then they knock his glasses off, and he's like, "Ah, oh, my glasses," because you know Cyclops. Yeah, Velma. <laughs> oh my god, that was the dumbest shit ever. I was like cringing at that though. I'm like again, <laughs> but of course, because I did show Alex that, and he's like, he just needs to put like a little thing. In the I back. know he needs those granny glasses for the 
Not the even necklace. the chain, though. Like, just, just get an, an elastic, elastic band. Yeah, yeah, an elastic strap. Or, like, wear his visor more. They sell those. But I think like, he was wearing it. No, was it a glass hair? Like, like sports goggles or some shit. Or, like, at yeah. Cedar Point, you know? When you're on the roller coasters and stuff so that they don't come off your head. Yeah. Um, Snowboard goggles. Yeah. Or, like, those old-timey uh, goggles they always sell at Halloween stores. Or just keep your visor all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, uh, oh, we've, we've looked through one of those. They're very hard to see through. The narrow, yeah. The, yeah all that yellow is, is really disorienting. Wow. How dare you bring that back up. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, gets so pissed. I do get upset, too, and I still bring it up all the time. It's so That's the thing I hate most about Grant Morrison's run on X-Men, is that he's like, oh, everything I see is yellow. Fuck you, Grant Morrison. I don't know. There was some shit I did not like in his new arc, but we'll get into that. There are a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying that everything was perfect besides that. I'm saying that was the worst thing. Uh, Yeah, but anyway, so (laughs) he starts inadvertently blasting people because his glasses are off, and then... It wasn't inadvertently. It looked like he was blasting the shit out of those guys. No, it, it... I feel like it was yeah. by accident. Well, I feel like you squeeze your eyes shut and somebody keeps punching you in your face. Your eyes your are going to kind of open, yeah. And then it's just happenstance. His eyes kind of squeak open and then, bam, energy blasts. Yeah. Uh, but... And of course, Captain America's at the hate rally. Yeah, and I think he didn't necessarily want to shoot them, but at the same time didn't care that they were getting hit at that moment. Yeah, well, if you got... beat up. If you got jumped by a bunch of racists... Yeah. It would be really hard to, like... Feel bad afterward? Like, yeah, yeah, feel bad about what happened to the racist that jumped you. Yeah. Um, and then for uh, Captain America to stop and be like, Hey, what are you doing, man? Also, how unsurprised everyone is at both Wolverine and Cyclops being alive is insane. <laughs> like, Sorry to anybody listening, but there's somebody vacuuming in the background, so... There fucking is. Yeah. Oh man, I was wondering what was bothering me. Yeah. Well, we're yeah, we're just gonna have to deal with that. Yeah. But, but as you're saying, uh, um, yeah. So it's like welcome back. Like you went on vacation or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's and like, like there were and everybody's bugs. like, where were you when all this stuff went down? He's like, I was dead. I know he kept yeah. having to say that. I loved yeah. it because they were acting like he just went on a trip. He was like, I was dead. Yeah. Fuck. Like, look at the first panel of the annual. I blasted my way out of a grave. Like the only one who was even like, uh, the one woman of the Morlocks, Callisto. Callisto. Yeah. She was like, all right, good point. <laughs> but what about? And kept saying other shit. Yeah. Uh, I love the format that they did uh, for this issue, too. Where yeah, where they tell the same story, three different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where you have Cyclops, you have Wolverines, and you have uh, Blindfolds. Yeah. What I didn't like, because, I mean, that did make yeah. it a thicker book. And that, that made like it really the... cool to read, too. The only issue was that they put Cyclops first, so that, like, after I was done with the Cyclops parts, I was like, you weren't interested? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't much. care as much about the rest of it. What... Oh, wow. It somehow started back up louder, the vacuuming. <laughs> what uh, what I didn't care for was the price. I mean, if you're just going to tell me the same story three times, why is it an $8 book? Yeah. Like, maybe $6? As, as you were saying, it's thick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... 
Yeah, interesting. And at, and at some point, they they do a quick uh, like time lapse back to him suddenly getting jumped by all the different gangs. Just made me think of uh, Anchorman. <laughs> where they're in the alley and yeah. suddenly all the different news groups are coming it out was, it was exactly like that <laughs> so you got the purifiers and you got um, the reavers the reavers and you got like other obscure groups <laughs> every time I see anything about the reavers now too <laughs> I think of uh, because of that video where they talk about how uh, L- uh, the guy who plays um, the head reaver I can't remember his name but they say he sounds like uh, uh, Tombstone Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Donald Pierce? Yeah, he sounds like uh, Tombstone. So every time I see him in the comics, I think, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> that wasn't a flashback, though. Wolverine and Cyclops? No, it was a flashback from that moment. It was it was a time-lapse back to, a, like, months prior, or at least weeks prior to that rally. Um, didn't look like that to me. Yeah. Because at the rally... Uh, Steve Rogers, yeah, beard. <laughs> you guys want to pause it for a second because this is getting really bad. Wait, how long did it take to vacuum right up? And we're back. Yeah, sorry uh, yeah. about all the. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of vacuum going on at our office, so we had to take a little bit of break. Um, Uncanny, so Wolverine and Cyclops fucking shit up. Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> Wolverine have been following him for a couple days prior to that. Like, just making sure, like, and Cable's like, I got shit to do, man. You follow my dad. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. He shot him right in the eyeball, though. <laughs> He's like, you owe me a new gun. You owe me a new eye. Look, you just gotta grow back. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. My gun won't grow back. To be fair, it did look ominous. Like, anytime you see somebody and they're just like, oh, I'm just looking at them, like, through a scope of a rifle. It's like, are you gonna, are you supposed to believe them? Like, yeah. it's like, well, well why is it attached to a gun, man? You well, just the scope. I'm sure Cable has binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why are you staring at your dad again. through a fucking yeah. rifle? And also, y- you don't look like the old guy who I'm used to being his son. Yeah. He just had to smell him. That's probably why he was like, alright, find your Cable. I don't know, I think in like 40 years, at some point, you use different deodorant. Does Cable use deodorant, though? Space deodorant. Yeah. Or future deodorant, I mean. <laughs> future space deal. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's just the ashes of all his loved ones. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> Too dark? Yeah. What the <laughs> shit, man. Um Yeah. I really liked that scene when they were uh, like the montage of Scott and Wolverine just fucking shit up. That was cool. I mean, it was kind of one note for Cyclops. It was just him shooting people with his eyeballs the whole time. I mean, yeah, it's kind of his thing. I know yeah. I get it, but like, I feel like as, as an artist, you could do it more creatively. Yeah, but at least we got kung fu before. Yeah, you got. Yeah, I mean, you think Cyclops in those situations, he would just take off his visor and like spin around a couple times, <laughs> like he would just learn ballet to pirouette and whatnot, just so he could do it with his eyes open and take out like mass amounts of people. Well, I'm saying just like, turn not like spin, not like he's fucking. <laughs> Not like he's doing a routine, but maybe just keep turning around. Yeah, he really doesn't do that, and it's surprising. Yeah, it's a really effective move. Yeah. He could take out a lot of people. Yeah. In video games, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, in video games, he's always doing that shit. Yeah, he's never doing it in the comics, though. He's yeah. like a one-man army, if you think about it. If you got like an army of foot soldiers coming <laughs> at you, like one swipe from Cyclops, 
Well, his power is ridiculously strong. If you go back to the 90s uh, X-Men cartoon, he takes out like 12 Sentinels where Wolverine and everyone else is like taking out one apiece. Yeah. Well, it's stated in comic canon that he can blast a hole through a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you tell that to some of the writers because... It's a weird comparison. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how strong is that? It can break a mountain. Well, it's because he knows because he was like a whiny sad boy crying into a mountain all the time. (laughs) (laughs) His tears are deadly. What what he used to say, he used to have some saying like, my eyes of... Oh, my death-dealing eyes. He'd always say that shit while he was mad about himself. I feel like you've been reading too much Claremont. Yeah. No, that was before. Yeah, <laughs> you've been reading too much like, Stanley. You said that like a man who was like jarred <laughs> from something. It was like, no, that's before. I've yeah. I've gone through Those some times. shit, man. <laughs> like, don't you don't you sully the name of Claremont? You guys are missing out, man. All this hate. I mean, <laughs> unwarranted hate. No, we've said it. it's purely the '90s. Sure, <laughs> sure, that's what it is. Mostly after the '90s, but. It's everything I've seen, and everything I've seen mainly is the 90s, and it's mainly fucking news reports. That being said, I am stoked to get into God Loves Man Kills. Okay. That shit's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was interesting uh, to see the interpersonal connections between uh, Wolverine talking to Jamie and his wife and not giving a shit about Jamie, uh, Jamie being multiple man. Um and Jamie, and, and Jamie, Jamie doesn't want to do anything. But then, but then Jamie talking down to like Scott, like I'm doing shit for you, or and, you know, just having like a generally shitty attitude toward him. So it's like just the hierarchy of like respect and admiration between the characters. Like Cyclops is like so fucking low, where it's like still above multi- Steve Rogers. Multiple man is like <laughs> fuck you, man. And then he sees Wolverine's like, hey, man. <laughs> How, how can I help? Dude, everybody's forgetting, and I I know they're like, it's fucked up that they're just forgetting it because the only one who could like really use that memory is Cyclops. But everybody just is like fine with Cap, like he who was just a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. If if Cyclops knew he was just a Nazi, he would. Be, I know. Dude. He would never let I that would, shit go. I <laughs> I would pay twenty dollars to read. The book where Cyclops is like, like finds out that Cap was a Nazi. <laughs> he's just like, motherfucker. Yeah. It's like he's been giving me shit, and he was a fucking Nazi. <laughs> so I knew it, and actually took over the world. <laughs> That's funny. Um, they called him Steebel. <laughs> <laughs> well, Deadpool called him Steebel. Yeah, he also called him Napton America. <laughs> I will bring that up all the time. Um, yeah, yeah, and a lot, I think a lot of other people call him Steebel Rogers too. Oh yeah, yeah. I I know I can't stop. Yeah, it's it's too perfect of a name. That that and uh, the old version of him being napped in America. America. That's yeah. my favorite. Uh, <laughs> um, which wasn't his, a Nova comic. His conversation <laughs> with Chamber was interesting. I couldn't not read it uh, with the guy's voice from Who Plays Constantine. A chamber? Oh, I was like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, no. The, the guy uh, on Legends of Tomorrow yeah. and so like an Irish accent. Uh, Maybe want to go back and see like when's the last time Chamber talked to Cyclops because he was a douchebag. Like, do they have bad blood or something, or is Chamber just a dick? Why is he even with the Morlocks? Doesn't make sense. No, he's with the Morlocks because they hate mutants. So he just went to the sewers. Yeah, everybody was kind of driven underground. Yeah, I mean, if your power is obvious enough. 
Oh yeah, I guess he does look like a, a mute. Or like yeah. he's a normal dude until that scarf comes down and he's got like a jaw of fire or whatever. That's true. Yeah. But he was acting like he's been there forever. I have fire jowls. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's Mega Charizard X. <laughs> but he's all just like fuck the X Men and shit, which doesn't make sense to me because he was just in Generation X. Was that last year? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's sort of like. You know that feeling of when someone does something shitty, but you give them another chance, they do another shitty thing, and you give them another chance, and they do another <sighs> shitty thing, and they do it, you give them another chance, and then you think they've turned around or whatever, uh, and then they do another shitty thing, and it's suddenly, like, not a new shitty thing, but still collected of all the previous shitty things. I think that's how most people interact with the X-Men. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, they're good now cool but then something bad happens and it's like you guys keep fucking up and it's like that was decades ago so how the x-men talk to emma everybody else talks basically to the basically yeah like of course you're a villain oh you're not my bad <laughs> beast is so fucking confused like he does it the worst and it's like you were just palling around with her and morrison what is going on yeah, and then whedon's like fuck her <laughs> i knew she was a villain i knew it all along yeah the son of a bitch oh you mean you were on our side oh my bad <laughs> to be fair, he's seen Magneto switch sides so many times. Oh, man. Yeah. Get whiplash from that guy. Yeah. Usually because he throws your car and you're in it, so you just get the whiplash of yeah. like, your car accident. Well, and also, like, <laughs> man, never has so Never has a, uh, a, like, a Jewish man who survived the Holocaust been so close to being a Nazi. All right. Yeah. Uh, when we get into Magneto's Testament, too, when you see, like, what he went through, it's like, holy fuck. But, it's man. just like, you just, you just changed all the words in your sentence from Jew to human. Yeah. And like, that is just the Nazis. Which. It'd make more sense if he said German. Yeah. To be <laughs> honest, then it's like direct, you know. It's still wrong, because it's not, not all Germans were Nazis. But at least it makes a little more sense. It's a little more specific. Just like all humans. It's like, but it's because they killed humans. Like, they didn't kill all mutants. Like, just Jewish people and other people who were also humans and some mutants. Like, priorities, man. But, you know, Magneto. He's not great on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's uh, not rational. But, yeah, alright. So but he is Zorn. No, fuck you. <laughs> fuck that. All right, we'll get into that in a, a minute, but uh, blindfold. Yeah. Um, what? Why'd you get so close to the mic? Yeah, you were all out. <laughs> you, like, stuffed your face into the mic. Uh-huh. Um, but blindfold, that, I, if it, if it isn't what we had brought up earlier, that she killed herself to go to whatever paradise Which Nate Gray so created. It's so dumb. I don't think it, that'd be dumb. It doesn't make sense otherwise. Yeah, why did she kill herself? Shit. Why, why, why would she kill herself? Um, I don't know, man, because, like, unless she thought that, like, because, like, if, if if I saw, if I had that power and I saw, like, oh, my timeline was done at this exact time, I wouldn't kill myself. I'd just kind of wait. Unless I knew that I was going to, like, die horribly. I mean, yeah, she is a mutant. She could have saw she was about to get tortured. Yeah. yeah. She does make a a note to tell the guy, like, oh, I want to die in a nice house. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, when she buys the, spends she tells all her everybody the she's gonna kill herself, and everybody just brushes her off. Well, <laughs> three different people. She's I like, do like, I'm gonna kill myself. I do. <laughs> I do like the matter of fact tone she has, and everyone else just sort of like taking it as it's not literal. Like when uh, I think it was pretty obvious with uh, Wolverine. What? Well, no, I, I don't think Wolverine knew she was gonna kill herself. I think because uh, he was like, "All right, I'll talk to you later." He's like, "No, you won't." But shit like that. But he said, I think it was ambiguous enough. Well, cause she in a conversation where he would leave because if he thought she was going to kill herself, he probably wouldn't have left. I, I could tell she was going to kill herself. Yeah. He said good, good night. She was like goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you in that moment, if you don't know, like because we know because they show her dead in the first storytelling of this with Cyclops, sure. in the second storytelling of this with Wolverine. Um, it's just a regular conversation you're seeing from his perspective. He has no idea she's going to kill herself. And she straight up like tells Jamie though, and he's like, "Whatever, weird lady." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Uh, <laughs> so she was, two, she was even guy. like, "No, I don't want to see Scott, but he can see me." That's that was so creepy. That yeah. whole line, like the conversation she had with him. Well, yeah, and if somebody like, said that to me, she's like, "Well, I won't see Scott, but he'll see me." I'm, I like. All of that stuff leading up, I would be like, yeah, you're going to kill yourself. Like, <laughs> that was a little strange. He didn't care. But I think... She always talks strange, though, which is kind of cool. Part yeah, of character. yeah, I think that it's just... She gets written off as, oh, that's weird, futuristic, seeing psychic talk. So, you know, why give it any, any second thought? I hope she's not dead dead, because she's a character that was always underutilized. Yeah. And, and I was thinking that, too, right after yeah. reading that. I was like, this, this is the best blindfold story ever, and it's like... The last one. Yeah, and she doesn't really Presumably. have, like, the standing as, like, a character that comes back after she dies. Yeah. yeah. She'd probably be dead forever. Because they can never bring her back again, and not a lot would really change. Yeah. Which, ironic, considering it's somebody who knows everything that's going to happen in the future. Well, they they brought Doug back. And who cared about him, you know? I did. Really? Like a mutant power of languages? Yeah. Oh, Cypher? Yeah. What do you call him, Doug? Just call him Cypher. His name is Doug. Because there's Doug. Because I thought thought Doug before Cypher. Well, because I read the New Mutants book, they didn't call him Cypher. They would call him Doug. See, I read him in Daredevil, and they pretty much all just... Yeah. yeah. Well, He's addicted to the internet now, so... Him and Warlock are dope. Maybe they should have just left him dead, because his life's pretty terrible. Well, they they kind of made his powers ridiculously powerful. Like, like they trumped him up because... He was boring. Oh, yeah. Well, There's you know, a, yeah, you can't use decipher languages a lot. So as soon as they had to, well, well no, he the could, internet. No, no, not even that. Like, <coughs> it was he could read reality. Like he was deciphering everything. Um, but they bring him back back in uh, Necrosia, actually. So if you wanted to get into covering that eventually, like that was really one of the only things that. Mattered. I'll be you, Doug. <laughs> so come on, man. I'll be you, Doug. <laughs> Um, I just I thought that the second you said Doug, I always just think of the theme song that. I know we skipped the middle part, <laughs> but time is of the essence, and I think we're done with Uncanny Eleven. Yeah, pretty much. Despite the myriad of she times killed herself. It. Yeah. Um. So, Morrison, the Planet X. <laughs> yeah, so, I was upset with this fucking uh, storyline. Yeah, I'm upset with this cover of 146, where it's like, 
yeah, man, we get it. There's a big reveal. <laughs> like, anybody, it's Zorn with his helmet in his hand, and then they just his head's not there. They just yeah. drew a sun. Back. You know what? You know what cover bothered me the most? The one with Beast on the front, and he has nothing to do with that book. Yeah, and he looks <laughs> bad too. Um. Anyway, so Planet X. Uh, what about all the? The dick coverage they did to Charles. That was, <laughs> yeah, why? It was like the beginning of Austin Powers. <laughs> We're supposed to do overview and then get into the oh, yeah. I know, stuff, but right? So. I just have to say, if I was talking, like if we were enemies, uh huh, and I was talking to either one of you guys, like I had you in a tube, uh-huh. and I like finally beaten you, it'd be so weird, if, like to just monologue to your naked floating body. Like, yeah, especially when you consider that he was sort of on a pedestal, like he was floating up, so yeah. the dick was head Yeah, I love it. it's just slowly, like, slinking up and down. Oh, my God. Like, because he's not seeing the bubbles that we are. Right? No, he's really not. Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, Planet X. Um, where we leave off with the X-Men um, just prior... Emma gets revived from getting shot in the head by a diamond bullet because that's a thing that happened. Um, and Jean uses the Phoenix Force to bring her back. Um, meanwhile, Wolverine finds Scott to go on a mission with Phantom X to get rid of the Weapon Plus program and find out more about his own personal history. And they end up in space where Wolverine finds out, uh, goes crazy, gets weird rape face, because that's yeah. a thing, uh, in that panel. Um, and he, when Weapon 15 asks him what's the meaning of life, and he's like, I don't fucking know, fuck you, and blows the shit up. <laughs> Nobody can save everybody, so you're, <laughs> um, you could have made a really powerful ally that day. You like... really could have. Um so he, he blows it up, and Phantom X and Cyclops just happen to get to a spaceship in time to leave the... Uh... Previously, previously on X-Men. Yeah, and pretty much. <laughs> so, so this is where Planet X picks up, is Scott and uh, Phantom X are in a ship, and they're like, oh, no, Wolverine's still on that base as it's blowing up. Um, and then it's sort of like, meanwhile, at the Xavier Institute, uh, Zorn's all... Creepy with uh, um, dust. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And you find out it's because he's propositioning dust to join his side and she doesn't want to. And it doesn't, it's not clear why she destroys Cerebra, but she does. She goes to Xavier, thinks she goes crazy, destroys Cerebra. So Xavier does that with dust. Oh, like uses dust. Because he uh, uses dust to attack Xavier, too. They don't explain it. I'm assuming maybe using the the metallic minerals in her dust, in her sand form, but uh, they don't specify that. Yeah, or maybe... Because so, everything in that book was pretty much, like, because nanites. Yeah. Anyway, um, the big reveal being that Zorn was Magneto this whole time, which kind of bullshit. Um, and... I think it's just... I think we're, we take it so hard because Zorn was, like... 
legitimately one of the best parts of Morrison's run. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. And for that character to just now And be that it legitimately doesn't make sense. You can make some arguments for it, like yeah. it well, being Magneto. Most, most and twists don't really some make sense. arguments that are like, yeah. no, there's too... They, they took that notion too far, like so far that it, it's not possible for it to be Magneto. So it wasn't a good twist at that point because it was like implausible. Yeah. yeah. Even the characters didn't like the fucking twist. Yeah. Like, and that's, uh, that's one of my notes, actually. We're going <laughs> yeah, to get into get that. Over. But, um, so, uh, Zorn reveals himself to be Magneto, reveals that he's been a mole inside the X-Men the whole time and he set them up for failure. Um, so, Gene realizes that uh, Wolverine's alive and is on a floating rock um, and she rockets out to space to save him only for them to both be stranded on it and it reveals to be Asteroid M which also super coincidental that uh, Weapon Alpha blows up and then crashes into Asteroid M. Um, Yeah. And Wolverine's like, oh, I just gutted him. Guys, yeah, magnets. yeah, yeah. Fuck. All right, man. Whatever. <laughs> like, um, so anyway, uh, Zorn. I mean, Magneto, completely shedding his identity of Zorn, uh, decides. All right, time to wreck shit and destroys Manhattan in like a day, um, and then tries to create a new brotherhood with his class of freaks from the Xavier Institute. All of which are, like, oddly helping, but then that was, like, explained by the influence of Martha's powers through... Es- like, no, Esme's powers through Martha Fucking Martha's always driving storylines. <laughs> right? Um, so they were all, like, cloudy-brained or whatever. Uh, the X-Men survive and show back up. Like, Beast and uh, Emma were actually on their way to go get Scott and Phantom X. Uh, only for their ship to blow up because sabotage, because Magneto, you know? Um, So they get wrecked in the ocean. Wrecked. Yeah. And Beast is going on and on about how uh, it was his quick thinking that saved their lives or whatever. I don't know why that's so important, but it's something that Morrison has him say like three times. I think they're trying to set up something between Beast and Emma. That never went anywhere. Yeah, because they are quipping back and forth, like, they're trying to set up either a friendship or like something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're trying to recreate all that buddy copness that they had with uh, Cyclops and Zorn. It's not working. <laughs> Threw out the window. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Um, Magneto, the only uh, OG Brotherhood member is Toad, who for some reason looks like Leonard from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The guy who was in Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks exactly like Toad. Because he could play, he could Uh, play Toad. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, which uh, if if there's a correlation between that, it would be solely because of Roseanne. Like if the artist saw, is like, I'm gonna make Toad look like that guy. (laughs) It's I don't know. It's just the idea that like somebody would do that before the Big Bang Theory. Um. Yeah. So. Wolverine and uh, Jean are stuck on Asteroid M as it's hurtling toward the sun. And Beast and Emma are stranded in the ocean. And Magneto reveals, I was never Zorn. Zorn wasn't real. And then 
and, and he breaks Xavier again because previously Xavier could walk because Zorn supposedly healed him and he was like, ha, psych nanites. Yeah. <laughs> they fixed your spine and I unfixed it. <laughs> and Xavier's all like, no, I'm a cripple again. Fuck you. <laughs> it's just like, now my, now my dick doesn't work again. <laughs> um, and Magneto's a real hero. Because <laughs> the most dangerous thing to the Marvel Universe is if Xavier's dick is working. <laughs> He's such a creep. Anyway. Uh, that probably torments they... him. All this power and this dick still won't work. <laughs> Either that or he was using uh, Sentinels to help him get his dick hard. Probably. He's like, wow. I need to get this technology for myself. He's like, it's bigger. It's just soft. Um, it's like rope. Yeah. So, Magneto, uh, after he wrecks Manhattan, like, just in some... Destroys another bridge. He does destroy another bridge. <laughs> he hates bridges. He really hates bridges. Uh He's, nobody tell him about Jeff. <laughs> I know that's what I fucking stole it. <laughs> I was stuck between making that joke and staying on on point. <laughs> oh man! But he he they're in some uh, arbitrary tall building, looking down uh, this whole time. And Esme shows up. She's like leading his brotherhood, and also thinks that they're gonna bang or something. And. She's like, Is we it brought Esme a... or Esme or Esme, whatever. Because <laughs> Esme sounds like a lot dirtier. It is literally spelled the same way. I know. Uh, um, yeah. Like... She so she's like, yeah, we got Xavier. Uh, he didn't put up much of a fight since you broke him again, and he's naked. By the way, she's like points out that he's naked, uh, and then Just throw some underwear out. You get yeah. a bunch of uh, Magneto monologuing to naked Xavier in a giant tube of water with wires and shit. Um, the X-Men rally together with... Yeah, that's going to make it really hard for them to play chess next week. And all <laughs> yeah. This, all this blows over. Well, all right, so you have Beak who rebels and is like, hey, this is too fucked up. And Magneto's like, ah, well then fuck you. And throws him out the building. He's like, and then he's like, ah, no, no, he puts him in a car, right? And then yeah. he has all these cars lifted up and he drops them. And he Which is the actual, you just tried to make a joke about that. Yeah, no, I know the whiplash thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because he's doing that shit all the time. If he's not <laughs> breaking bridges, he's throwing yeah. cars. Um, but you get this moment of Beak, like, ah, I can fly, I can fly, but he's just falling the whole time. And yeah. He fucking hits a building. Without and, style. Yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of people are just like, oh, look at that freak, and just beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. Uh, Which is the proper response when you see somebody <laughs> fall from the sky. It's like that uh, Justice League War movie when. Uh, Green Lantern is like, is. I got this. And he goes, he attacks Darkseid, and Darkseid the... just, like, bitch smacks him into the building. He hits it, he falls, and then the, the parademons just show up and just start beating the shit out of him and fly away. <laughs> that is... It's exactly that. I've watched that clip so many times. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, he, also, the, the uh, perfect uh, voice actor for Green Lantern in that. Who is it? Oh, I can't remember his name, but he... Did you ever watch Weeds? Nope. Nah, fuck. He's the uncle in Weeds. He's a funny guy. All uh, I know was uh, Phil, Mo- Phil Lamar was John Stewart, and that's uh, that's my Green Lantern. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <I laughs> hashtag not my Green Lantern. <laughs> All right. Uh, but hashtag is my Hal Jordan. But I don't know his name, so it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> so you have uh, so Beak's getting fucked up, and then he kind of pulls himself together 
finds the other like mutant kids who aren't all crazy with uh, Magneto. Um, actually, that's what incites him to beat him too, because they were mutants, and he he just said Xavier School, and they were just like fuck you, and then just fucked him up. Um, and then then uh, so the the X kids are all together, and they're like, how are we gonna stop them? We don't have any X Men, and Cyclops like, I'm your X Man. <laughs> You fucking asshole making a tombstone joke as I'm drinking coffee. I'm your Huckleberry. (laughs) Between him and Phantom X. uh, And then you have a moment, like, I think one of the earlier moments, if not the first moment, where Cyclops is ready to take on some giant threat with just a bunch of students. Yeah. Because there are no other options. Uh, Which later becomes the whole schism thing. Yeah. Um, They attack Magneto and basically beat him before anyone else shows up um which really says a lot about magneto sucking at this point because just a bunch of kids phantom x and uh cyclops uh meanwhile on asteroid m you have uh wolverine and gene dying because of the heat of the sun uh and then wolverine's all like it'll be okay and then stabs her in the gut yeah. And they go into the sun, and the phoenix is like, oh, great, I needed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, manifests taking over Gene's body. And then they rocket from the sun Which I was back worried. to Earth. I was worried about what Wolverine's creepy ass is going to do after that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like the art, actually. Uh, the, the style change that happened. But it was the same artist who I looked. No, not from the beginning. No, no, this was... Uh, From two to three. Phil Jimenez. He did two. No, that early on? He did 140. I'm not two. He did 147, the second book out of the five that we read. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looked different for some reason. Like, oh. when number three came and they started showing all the spaceship stuff. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. This arc. He, he, did, he did the whole arc. Yeah. But, um, but he... Uh, anyway, they rocket back with some weird space spaceship that the Phoenix makes. Uh, they make a quick pit stop to pick up Beast and Emma, because of course they did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they needed to be in the plot. Yeah. And then they show up just in time uh, for the fight with Magneto, uh, only for... What exactly happens? It's, it's Magneto... Uh, like, he's going through some identity crisis, which is kind of weird and forced. Uh, because he's like, ah, Zorn was fake, Zorn was fake, Zorn was fake. He's like, hearing voices, like, he made Zorn too real, so suddenly Zorn was real. Yeah. Um, and then you have... He moon knighted it. Yeah. And then Esme... Esme fucking with him? Esme... Well, later. Because he has his helmet helmet on the whole time. No, the kick was fucking with him. The kick? Oh, the kick. Yeah, he was taking Oh, the kick. Drug. Yeah, I thought you said K for a second. The cake? What? No, no that's, the cake fucks with you, not no. anybody else. You're the only one afraid of it. Um, Yeah, the whole time Magneto's taking kick because for some reason his power is inadequate to the public. And he, uh, he fights the X-Men. He gets his ass kicked. Yeah. He he kills Esme, he kills Gene, yeah. Wolverine kills him. And the humans just happen to have a bomb that like only kills mutants. 
yeah, that's a that's a side thing that's going on. And yeah. Beast is like, hey, I wouldn't do that if I were you because I'm the only one who could save you guys in case something happens in reverse. Uh, and then basically the end with uh, Phoenix Egg. So yeah, Planet X. 150 years later, Phoenix Egg. Yeah. Oh, was that 150 years later? Yeah. yeah which... That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. The Phoenix is back almost immediately. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's, let's get the, into the episode. Isn't that the I next mean, issue, issue? Yeah. Let's. Fuck. So uh, I've been waiting to talk about one specific line for, since we read this. And, uh, it is was, it in 146? Yeah. Is it said by Basilisk? Yes. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> it's the first note I have, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> but he... Uh, <laughs> she destroys uh, Cerebro. Like, oh, yeah, she destroyed Cerebro. He's like, oh, what a beach. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> like, fuck you, Basilisk. <laughs> I know. No, it, it wasn't even... It was, what a beach. <laughs> I know. Of course. No, it's... it's stupid. You're reading it wrong. It's... <laughs> 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 it's even worse. <laughs> um, uh, my other note for 146... Because you see Wolverine having killed uh, Weapon 15. Really anticlimactic death for something that was supposed to be so powerful. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was kind of ridiculous because especially after Phantom X was like, oh, we're like nothing compared to this thing. Like how powerful it is. Yeah. We're like prehistoric. And then Wolverine's like, yeah, gutted him. Yeah, That's that. Kind of did that with Weapon uh, 12 too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he broke that whole fucking world. It was apparently like godlike strength and then just gets gutted. That's that. Um, I mean, other than uh, Phil Jimenez being a better artist for the storytelling, finally, like like something that felt consistent, right, from yeah. what the tone they were trying to set, but it felt like the other art was kind of going over the top, like Igor and stuff was just like way too hyper realistic. All the fucking weird faces and shit. Everybody and then was making I and... feel like uh, oh, what's his name? Um, who who did the Phantom X stuff just prior? Uh, Bacalo? Yeah. Yeah. He was, like, too far the opposite direction. And you finally got a guy who's, like, right in the middle. Um, so that felt better. What What's weird to me, too, is that uh, the shit ton of different artists they have, although, the, like, their quality is drastically different, they all kind of draw the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. this was finally a guy who draws in that kind of that that style that was the the that i liked the most i was like all right i can hang with this yeah because all the other ones i have not liked it at all but i'm I'm not a fan of that style but yeah then um as we were saying earlier the nano sentinels just being like oh that's uh that's how they work the deus ex machina of this arc and basically the whole story he heals people with nano sentinels. He held the spine together. Yeah, but who else did he heal? Because I want to find the fucking holes in this garbage. Well, everybody else he healed had the nano sentinels as a, a plague. Yeah, he healed all their sickness. Oh, they okay. had nano sentinels. Yeah. Um, here are the holes I have with the whole Zorn thing, right? Like his entire origin doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, they said I mean, he just paid off people in China or whatever. Yeah, which of course you didn't because you were on Genosha. Like, they show him on Genosha, and he had no idea uh, Cassandra Nova was coming 
for them, and you tried really hard not to stick his hand. I did. But he, it's so clear that he's there, and then even self-admittedly, he has to be there to create that magnetic recording of everyone's voices. Yeah. Yeah. Which he says he did later when he's talking to the crowd of people. So you were on Genosha. I mean, How are you also a prisoner for years in China at the same time? Well, he wasn't a prisoner yeah. for years. Yeah, it was. Zorn? Zorn? They said Zorn was a prisoner for years. Well, the people there that said, was a lie. They said he paid him off. Yeah, that was like his informants or his yeah. people in China or whatever. How do you pay off yeah. an entire Well, the, the thing that's infuriating inferior, about this is that he didn't really leave holes, just everything was bullshit. Well, no. Do you remember the whole black hole vortex thing that was happening? Yeah. Because Zorn's power was going out of control and he wanted to die? Magnets. That makes no sense. Just saying magnets. That's magnets what they both. were saying pretty much the whole Oh, my God. That's how he recorded a message for everybody. Magnets. He did everything because magnets. Yeah, like, how is his head glowing? It shows his head glowing Yeah, before. and not even just glowing, like, on fire. Yeah. And what the fuck is with the story of him saving the, uh, trying to save the dinosaur kid? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The yeah. one where he's like, wait fucking ten days. It would have only been ten, like... Zorn's power set was so specific. Yeah. That only makes sense if that is being told from the perspective of, like, Zorn's telling everybody else and, like, bullshitting a story. But there was no evidence that he was relaying that story to anybody before exactly. that you were watching I'm just saying it. that's the only way that it would make sense. Yeah, it was more like you were looking into the day in the life of Zorn, and he just happened to want to be in China. Like, like Also, why would... Uh, Magneto want to just be in a random spot in China doing it, Zorn shit. It feels like the writer, Grant Morrison, didn't even plan to do this. Like, he just changed his mind or got forced to do some kind yeah. of garbage because but he didn't set that up at all. I I looked into it. Well, and the Nanite thing is the only thing that makes yeah. sense to be set up. Well, I looked into it, and I guess that was it was his plan right from the beginning. And Marvel kept on trying to talk him out of doing it because they were like, hey... A Zorn character is really cool. Maybe not ruin it for everybody. And then as soon as Morrison's off X-Men, uh, they retconned it so that... Zorn exists and Magneto's not dead. Yeah, well, yeah, so that wasn't Magneto or Zorn. Yeah. That was some other person. Yeah. I don't remember who, but... Which is even weaker, yeah. to be for honest. For some reason, they didn't want Magneto to seem genocidal, but it's like, kind of his thing. Well, no, Grant Morrison wrote him fucking horribly. Yeah. I could not stand fucking magneto he was like whiny yeah yeah he wasn't just genocidal he was he was like fuck what was the, he's a bitch he was he wasn't uh, sure of himself he wasn't confident yeah, yeah like he was he was incompetent and just yeah it didn't feel he's like all magneto. the worst things <laughs> on top of being genocidal because sometimes he had some cool lines i'm like that's a magneto thing to say that was nice and then all of a sudden he's like unsure of himself he's like tell him toad yeah, yeah. what and everyone questioning his identity, too, and himself questioning his identity. It's like Grant Morrison didn't even want him to be Magneto. Like, well, it doesn't make sense. It's like everybody's like, I don't know if that's Magneto. And I was just like, did you see what he did to the bridge? I know. That's obviously or the Jets. Magneto. Like, you just saw Magneto, and it's like everybody forgot he was there. He put yeah. on the Zorn mask again for one second. They're like, that's Do you guys have anything Magneto. specific about 146, by the way? Uh, Before we move on? Just that he converted the students into uh, the new Brotherhood. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't got anything. Uh, all right, so 147. Uh, yeah, it, we were actually just touching on it. How does anyone doubt it's Magneto when he's suddenly taking apart Jets? Actually, they even show him... There's a whole splash page between two pages where he's doing that weird hover thingy with his capes. Which yeah. is way too many capes, by the way. And he's just moving all the metal stuff and destroying it on street level. So they all see firsthand it's Magneto. Yeah, he comes down to the street and shows everybody. He's in his helmet. It's fucking Magneto. Yeah. And he puts on the Zorn mask for one second. And they all forget they just saw Magneto. And they forget their fucking whole city is destroyed, apparently. Yeah. Because they're like, this but is I mean, Magneto. Yeah, like, it's a running thing, though. Like, because they're in that building and he's talking down to them. And Toad's like... At one point, he's like... Toad, where the fuck do you find this crowd? What the shit, man? Yeah. Well, they don't they don't seem to be caring. And it's like wait, how how at a certain point, I could see Magneto being confused if the crowd really was just like, "Hey, who's this guy?" Yeah, it just <laughs> like if they really were doing that, I could see him being like, "What do I got to do?" Yeah, it really didn't make any sense like they were at a show or something like they needed constant entertainment like yeah. Are you putting on a show? I don't... Um, what? Like, which, what's going on? Which makes me wonder what uh, Morrison's view on the public is. Because I felt like it was more just analogous to, you know, he has this point of view about how people in general, so he's going to get it out there. Like, at one point, Magneto's like, oh, they listened to me when I threatened to turn their TVs off. Like... Yeah. You You think people wouldn't rile up and be angry if you destroyed their city i mean come on morrison like yeah that's there kinda... are degrees of uh extremism like yeah that's what it felt like it, they were trying to point that out like people are just so easily distracted or yeah. they just don't care or whatever and it's like i think at that point they would care yeah like morrison's just, morrison's just like oh the public's just a bunch of sheeple couch potatoes and uh, I'm going to make Magneto make that perfectly clear. And we're, we're talking about... Uh, He's a flat earther. No, no. <laughs> that uh, that one point, Magneto's like, where'd you find this crowd, Toad? <laughs> Where he's talking down to the citizens of, of New York after he's wrecked all their shit and they're not responding or they're not believing it's him. He's like, maybe they can't see you. You're kind of high up here. Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> he they was can't really hear you. high up there. He, he also was really high up Maybe you dumb. need a megaphone. Better, <laughs> better speaker system in this venue. Uh, the acoustics of this place really <laughs> suck. <laughs> and, like, you see it, like, when you have those jets come at them and he disassembles the jets. You see, like, a couple people, like, raise their arm, like, yeah. But then when he's like, all right, fine, I'll do something even bigger. And he takes the kick and he destroys the bridge. And then they're all like, yeah, it is Magneto fucking bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he got all dependent on the kick, too. I'm like, this is just not and fast. Magneto-like. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if it was implied that he was using the kick all along or if he just started using the kick. Uh, I think he wasn't because at first he was, like, a little hesitant. And it looked like Esme told him to, or, like, convinced him to do it. Basilisk makes the one joke <laughs> I probably hate him for the most. Uh, the Zorn Vestite. Oh, yeah. And won't drop that. Yeah. That but was annoying. My favorite thing, and I, I know I keep on going back to the ads. I love the ads. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the page. Ad, for some reason, the ads in this run are perfect. Because yeah. Magneto, on one page, he says something like, uh, like, welcome to my, f- well, you're, uh, you're now coming into my future. Yeah. Or, like, about it being, like, his 
society. Yeah. And then the next page is that welcome to crazy town. Yeah. This is that <laughs> double page ad. Yeah. Um, let me see what else. Magneto. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I said. Underwhelming stage performance. Just like, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. is basically the whole thing. Uh, and then he loves killing bridges. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, officially in 147, you get naked Xavier again, right at the end. Yeah, in why so much? Yeah, uh, yeah. He seems like petty. They kept too. on trying to. They Austin Powers it and just kept on trying to hide his dick. Yeah, he wanted to be right. He was like, "You're gonna tell me I'm right, Xavier." It's like 148. The, the thing that you spent a lot. We spent a lot of time on Asteroid M in 148 with Wolverine and uh, Gene. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. It's interesting that Morrison just decides Wolverine is a sentinel. Where he's just like, oh, he's a man, they put metal in him. Their whole program about making sentinels. Yeah. It's the first and I think only ever reference to Wolverine being a sentinel. I I thought that was interesting. I thought it was like just a correlation, not really that he was a sentinel. Yeah. But like that he's relatable because he's got metal in him and he was designed to kill mutants because their whole Justice League of mutant killers. Yeah. So... I didn't take it as, like, he's a fucking sentinel. No, that's what he says. Yeah, I thought it was, like, a I'm correlation. A sentinel. Like, I'm a they monster. They put metal in No, no, but he's like, I'm a sentinel, they put metal in me. Yeah. Yeah. But not like he's really a sentinel. I feel like we're saying the same thing with different opinions. It's really weird. Uh, I, it did seem <laughs> to me that he was just kind of comparing himself to... Like, I uh, thought he was making a, a declaration. He said they made me into also, a sentinel, part learned, man, part metal. Yeah. And learned the whole, like, his history of just being a person who yeah. was a killer. I think, into a, I think he doesn't know what a killer. sentinel is, if anything, that makes him a cyborg. No, no, I know. <laughs> I, 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 I think he's, I think Morrison's <laughs> wrong. Or an, in not general an android. Here. Uh, <laughs> just, I think he decided that Wolverine is a sentinel. And then everyone else who wrote him afterward was like, no. But, uh, it, the uh, the only thing not involving that ship, I think that's really noteworthy, is that Magneto put Beast in, or uh, put Beak in charge of the mass extermination. Yeah. Which, man, just made up straight up made him Hitler. Yeah, it, <laughs> leading him into ovens. Yeah. He he straight up said they were going into ovens. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Which and here's a weird thing that I don't understand is that a lot of the complaint they get is that there's no water or power or anything like that for yeah. the public. It's like what is he Ja Rule? <laughs> yeah, what is this <laughs> the, the, the fucking the fire festival? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole time. It's like, it's like Ja Rule, and no wonder everybody's pissed off at him. Um. <laughs> no, everyone just found out about that early 2000s bullshit <laughs> for the first time because they're all you know Gen Z, so they. Didn't really know about that at that time. Uh, no, but that there there is no power or water or anything for that, but suddenly there are giant ovens that he has powered out of nowhere. Like, that seems like a gross misprioritization uh, of resources. Yeah. It probably makes sense why the public starts to dislike him. Yeah, he's not very... Pretty quickly. He's not a good leader. <laughs> but how no. long was he even control for? Like... Like a couple days, maybe. Has it been a couple days? At yeah, if even. It seems like hours. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, it just started fucking happening. And <laughs> the time's so arbitrary in this arc. You know, like, we don't have any water. It's like, what the fuck happened? I mean, I yeah, guess where'd just... all the water go? It 
I would assume it had to be a couple days because also uh, everybody's uh, there is talking about water. It's uh, New York. Is, They're a chain of islands. Yeah. You fucking but, scoop it out of the ocean and boil it. What the shit? You're not gonna you actually also have to filter it. Sure. They they. <laughs> There's plenty of rubble to filter it. Magneto made sure of that. Yeah, I know. I just put it in a coffee maker. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that like uh, it's, it had to have been a couple days for them to start complaining about water, and then yeah, Beast, Beast does make a, Beast and Emma are says, says talking about water, and then I mean they flew, they were on their way to the sun. Yeah, they all said days. Yeah, yeah. But it's nuts that it was like he's like I've been thinking this through for months, and then the whole months plan Zorn. The yeah. whole plan starts, and it's like, it's already shit planned, dude. He's like, I still gotta b- boost my power up and stuff. It's like, dude, you've been planning for fucking months. You're not ready? You started? I just, your your interpretation of him right then, I just thought Rick Sanchez. <laughs> I still gotta b- boost my power, boost my power up. <laughs> I, just, I, was like, I gotta b- boost my power up. I felt that like in a special place in my heart. I said that. <laughs> Because he did it perfectly. I don't know if that was on purpose or an accident. No, but, he accident. but that's how that's how he was in this fucking arc too. He was like, so that's probably how he was talking to those guys too. Yeah, gotta boost. I can't even do it that as well as you did it. <laughs> I think because it was just a genuine mess up, but it was great, <laughs> authentic. All right, so this this one forty nine starts out. Beat compares Magneto to a Nazi. Also thinks carrots are fruits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's true. that set him off. Magneto fucking vegetables. Vegetables. <laughs> Backhand's beak for calling carrot a fruit. That is fucking awesome. Also though, how dare he? How dare he not know a carrot? All right, a tomato. Sure. A carrot. Fuck you. Because say the other day, like I would. I would understand a watermelon maybe thinking that was a vegetable before a carrot was, was a, fruit. a fruit. Yeah. And why does everybody know Phantom X all of a sudden? Yeah, they're like, oh, <laughs> this guy. Like, he was gone. He never came back to the school, I don't think, did Four he? Four people have met him. <laughs> right? All of a sudden, Beak's like, yay, Scott and Phantom X. We're saved now. And Magneto's like, oh, it's Phantom X. Like, yeah. Dude, you guys <laughs> yeah. don't even know this guy. Uh, but this being uh, 149... <laughs> Being the issue, Scott does the, the the whole thing with the student where he's like, "All right, well, we're gonna fight." Yeah. Uh, me and the students take Magneto out. Yeah. And it, yeah, they take him out somehow. Magneto just decides, "I'm gonna stop using my well, powers in this fight and let you win." We also got before all that too. He asked uh, Magneto accidentally kills uh, Basilis. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Accidentally kills Basilis. Purposely kills Esme. No, that comes up. Oh, that's not yet. Yeah, that's next oh, okay. issue. Um, Spoiler alert! Next issue opens with one of the best lines ever: Toad going at them, and then Phantom X just going with whose knees and just tapping him. I love that. Yeah, who you and whose knees and just decaps that motherfucker. It's so great. It's it's if you like think about it too long, it's stupid. But like just reading it, you're like, that's fucking awesome. He's like, you know what happens to a toad when it gets struck by bullets? <laughs> you can't walk. <laughs> Same thing that happens to everything else. Yeah, by the like, way, I was watching uh, one of those pitch meetings about uh, that. He's like, got this awesome line for her. She's like, uh, to kind of sell her as a badass. Or she's like, you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? Same thing that happens to everything else. He's like, that's a joke she comes up with? And he's like, well, she's like a teacher, not a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Very authentic. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, were you saying, Justin? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> oh, I think one fifty easily though. Best issue in the whole arc. 
I think yeah. actually the arc was stretched out too long, and like everything happens in one fifty. Yeah, well, because everything that Morrison did was pretty much four issues, like three or four issues, and then he does one that's five issues where the fifth issue is twice as long. Yeah, well, it was a lot of drawn out. Yeah, because he had he sent them all different places, kind of. So we had those yeah. three different things going on, and two of those things, nothing was really fucking happening with yeah. the asteroid and with. Uh, Beast and Emma. Well, the asteroid, you have just a lot of interpersonal relationship stuff where you're just like, oh, are they going to make out now? Are they going to bang before they die? the issues a lot, too. Yeah. It, like, wasn't jumping back and forth at all. He's like, this issue is uh, Magneto. Them and, yeah. The, yeah. and this is, like, them in the spaceship and... Yeah, I and like, he just, but he did. He spent like no time on Emma and Beast. No, not at all. <laughs> He's like, Beast, was they're in water. Fuck. <laughs> well, that's probably good because there probably wasn't much happening there. Yeah, that wouldn't have been a very interesting. Yeah, Beast story. is gay. Yeah, <laughs> he got kind of. <laughs> Wolverine was quick as shit to kill Gene. I feel like. He's like, oh, you got the power of the Phoenix. You're probably gonna survive this, but I'm just gonna kill you just to make sure. No, well, I, I, think I thought was... it was stupid the first time I read it. I reread it when yeah. I was taking notes. And it makes a little more sense rereading it because she is complaining about the suffering of her dying. Yeah, she was, he was putting her out of her misery. Yeah. In that specific moment, she's yeah. talking about how she's dying, losing her mind. Because yeah, when the Phoenix slower. came back, he was planning on he jumping was, them into the sun. He was, he was surprised when the Phoenix comes back. But if I go to the, like, the hospital and start pulling out the plugs because people are complaining... Nobody said Wolverine was people a good People are going to start fucking looking at me weird. <laughs> yeah, we're not <laughs> saying he's good. You know, we're, we're saying, like, oh, it, okay, it makes a little more sense the way it happened. Yeah. He just murdered Gene. Oh, yeah, yeah he did. And, yeah. Uh, it's the only thing he's good at. Murdering Gene, like, up. so many times. Yeah, he kills her a lot. That's you know what, though? I think, this is kind of fucked up, I think X3 was so bad because they looked at this run and went, oh, we're going to make it like this. Because when you think the about bridge. The, the bridge, <laughs> the Phoenix's powers being able to control uh, matter on a molecular level, yeah. they, they bring that up constantly. So when you Just think about... Just fucking right off with Cyclops? Kind of. Well, there's no Emma Frost, so they probably were like, there's no dynamic there, so Cyclops doesn't matter. And then ultimately her dying by Wolverine stabbing her in the gut... Like, yeah. actually, a lot of X3 comes from this shit, this arc. Well, the movies, uh, uh, like, because they say the Dark Phoenix saga and... Because during this series is X2. Like, those are being advertised in the books. Well, yeah, and the X3 is based off Gifted. No way. Yeah, Gifted and Dark Phoenix. No! Yes, well, it, it is. It has nothing to do with Gifted. Except yes, for the, the cure. Yeah, that's all that Gifted is about. I, all right. Maybe the cure and this arc. It came out like two years after The Gifted came out. Wait, what did? X-Men 3. I don't know. I don't know. I see more relation. I, I see more correlation with this, this isn't, arc. This and isn't X3. like a reassuming thing. It's been it's straight up based off uh, Gifted and Dark Phoenix. I'm not, like, assuming that. The X-Team should have been better if they were based off of Gifted. It was Brett Ratner. Uh, Alright, whatever. <laughs> if it was based off Dark Phoenix Saga, it should have been better. Yeah. So I thought 150 was kind of trash, though. I mean, Magneto, first of all, like, can you pick anybody better? Like, you you pick the worst class. 
and then your lackey that you get, you get fucking well, tall. No, no, that was I the whole point. X Men worst class. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the whole point though that the 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 lower would be upper and the upper would be lower. That's his whole plan of shifting the magnetic field of the Earth. Oh shit, that was one the huge thing I forgot in the Magnets. overview. Fucking yeah, his whole plan was to change the magnetic polarity of the Earth. Because that's only going to kill the humans. Well, he had, like, no fucking, he had no idea. He was like, yeah. it's going to kill all the humans for sure. And it's, it might kill us. Or it's, like, it's probably going to do something to us. But we'll probably be we're all right. We're, we're fine. Yeah, we're mutants. No, actually, no. He, he believes it will do nothing to mutants. Other characters pull, like, like that's stupid. He'd kill mutants. He'd kill everybody. he would do something. Like, it was going to alter mutants or change mutants. It was like he kind of glossed over it. Like, yeah. But, I mean, he glossed over it like a crazy person trying to explain, yeah. like, like a sales pitch for I his just, idea. I just assumed yeah. that he thought that mutants were strong enough to survive just, whatever yeah. the effect It's like the be. side effects. You just say them really quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of, like, those... May uh, cause explosive diarrhea. <laughs> may, call, may, may definitely cause you to kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> those are the craziest. The anti-depression. Oh, so they always stuff. make you kill yourself. Yeah. It's like, wait, <laughs> isn't that like what you're trying to avoid? Like, if... If I had diarrhea, I wouldn't take a medicine to make my diarrhea go away where one of the side effects are that uh, dysentery. Ah. Or that your colon explodes. Yeah. Yeah. It just make your problem a lot worse. So we got... Cyclops beats Magneto in like two pages by himself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which dude, is a so great dope. moment. He just blasted him right in the He's like, hey, face. this helmet uh, stops telepathy, right? <laughs> it even, just shoots him in the face. Even, and once he lights up, like he looks straight into his helmet and like lights him up. Even <laughs> he himself is like, oh Jesus! <laughs> like he's like, man, I really. Uh... Yeah, because Magneto's like, wait, and then he does it, and then like the aftermath happens, and then Cyclops is like, what? Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> so about that, he was like, holy fuck! He didn't. Do, it was just like dumb as fuck to me because Magneto's like, oh wait, like use your fucking powers, dude. What are you doing? Like, you just let that happen to you. And then you let yourself get goaded, because you put that Zorn mask on. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're not Magneto. He took that shit off. Like, yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'll prove it to you. Like, why don't you just use your power? So insecure. Yeah, so insecure. It, it makes no sense. They made him, like, some petty yeah. And he even, villain. he didn't want to be called Eric, either. He was like, Eric's not my, that's my slave name. <laughs> Fucking, I'm Magneto. Like, there's a calm down, Max. The Nito. Yeah, he, I don't know, he was like some B-level little villain, whiny villain, and I just did not like it. Yeah, and then his stored up power from the kick gave the Phoenix a stroke. A uh, giant stroke aneurysm thing? Yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was retconned into an aneurysm. Because magnets. Should have just used it against Cyclops <laughs> when he was blasting your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but that was still a great moment. I don't care. And then, there like, are good moments in this. When he kills uh, Esme... Uh, oh, I loved that. <laughs> he loved it. But I, it was really touching when you have Emma like holding her as she's dying. And she's like, I, I'm so proud of you girls, but I think I'm proud of you the most. Which is kind of fucked up. Yeah, dick move. Dick move? <laughs> like, yeah. No, cause she's like, you fucking, you went out, you supervillained all on your own. Yeah, like, totally. I remember those days. <laughs> if only you had more time to come back around. Yeah, you know, uh, people with kids, when they're they're doing great, they always make sure that their favorite knows that they're the favorite in <laughs> front of all the other kids that they have. Well, to be fair, she was also dying. 
Uh, you should probably told the other ones. <laughs> Iris is lying to her. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to make her feel better. She's <laughs> like, I'm not dead yet, Dick. <laughs> yeah, right. Still there. Um, the quotes after, like, some of the shit was really good. All the speech Magneto was given after he killed Esme was awesome. He's like, may history judge my actions, great or small, in the final reckoning. When I have given them paradise and the world is free, these poor dead will not seem so many. Now let the sky fall. Because he, like, felt so tore up about killing Esme. Yeah, I think that Morrison, he has <coughs> some great, yeah. big ideas. And then he has some killer dialogue that comes to mind. And then connecting yeah. all of them, he's he good does at monologue, a not, not great yeah. job. I think he's yeah. really good at monologue. He's not good at dialogue. Yeah. No, I wouldn't even say that because there's a lot of monologue that's garbage by Magneto. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, like, that's when he was saying all that, I'm like, this is Magneto. And then he starts acting like some other dude. No, even just him talking in front of Xavier's uh, floaty naked tube. Uh, That's what they call it. Yeah. That sounds like you're talking about his penis. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, that was there. Yeah. He's just monologuing to his yeah. floaty naked tube. Yeah. Like, it was way... I don't know, man. Way, way too stark a difference between Zorn and this Magneto. Which I did like that there were so many... Like, if Morrison is, like, dead set on... Nope, that was Magneto and he was pretending to be Zorn, he did a really shit job. Yeah. yeah. If he, if his whole plan is to make you question all of it and be like, oh, there's no way that was Magneto. Like, because he made it easy for Marvel to go, oh, that wasn't Magneto or Zorn. Yeah. Because he's so inconfident <coughs> of himself. Well, and also Wolverine cut his fucking head off. So they kind of yeah, had to... think he would be like, no guy with metal body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like... But also, if you don't want Marvel to retcon it as a different character don't cut his fucking head off yeah. give them some room to work for him to come back yeah. but you made it so it had to be somebody else because what are they gonna do to fix his decapitation yeah because most of the time that marvel brings characters back it's uh like oh it wasn't really them or we didn't see them die if frankly we just saw that they were gone planet x would have been a better arc if it was just titled identity crisis like, yeah. who is this guy and who does he think he is? Like, because this is Cause, all over the place. Yeah, because yeah, they were on, like, a new planet. Yeah. They, he didn't even <laughs> take over Earth. the planet. They were in Manhattan. Yeah. Like, he didn't even take over all of New he York. He just kind of scared people. It's who like, didn't believe it was him? Yeah, it's like how Age of Ultron takes place over, like, at most, like, three days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, probably the best line though morrison's ever done came from gene at the end yeah with her and scott when her and the phoenix are telling him to live because all she ever did was die on him like that's probably the closest to touching that like morrison wrote like that was like really good and i only wish that there was a better build-up to that yeah so that meant more it's it's so i'm so conflicted on morrison's run just because, like, in it of itself, a lot of it was not great. Like, he did so much, like, of creating, like, new characters that yeah. I really enjoy. Yeah. But then, when you read it all, you're just like, oh boy, I had to get through a lot of that. Yeah. And, like, with whose knees? Great. <laughs> I did not like that at all. You didn't like the with whose knees? No. I, oh, it was so great. I, I loved, loved it, it, but I knew how stupid it was. I reread read it, it to make sure that it was what I really oh, read. I loved it so much. So much. You know what? I 
we we have for some reason we have some conflicting thing because I hate <laughs> everything Basilisk did, and you thought it was so funny. Uh, oh, like, not uh, just the fart shit was hilarious to me. The human fart, which by the way, it's what he dies with too. He <laughs> dies talking about like, do you smell? Oh it? yeah, <laughs> you smell a fart. <laughs> and then Magneto's like, fucking shut up about farts, <laughs> and kills him. <laughs> fucking, uh, I've. I don't know, that what a beach line was just so uh, perfect, I not like, but stupid. I didn't like the beach line, either. <laughs> you don't yeah. like puns? I do like puns, but I don't I, know. I just, I love the whole who's knees. Beach is so overkilled, great. man. Beach has been killed a million times. That pun? Yeah. Yeah, but it's a, it's it a was, mutant, it's a sand mutant, yeah. man, who they just made, like, lose her power so she, like, all the sand fell. There was a lot of stupid shit in yeah. it that I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Or... Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> like that perv suit that he was wearing? That oh, stink God. guy? I thought yeah. that was hilarious. Um, and yeah, ends with Phoenix Egg. Yeah. Oh, um, one thing we didn't mention, though. Um, Esme was using Martha to control the students. I mentioned it. Yeah. Oh, did you? And the overview. Oh, well, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she really wanted to bone Magneto. She was all pissed off. So hard. He was like, he was, he was like you're a child. She's like, like, don't you see what I'm wearing over here? Do you think I don't have ethics? (laughs) I'm trying to murder these people, child. Not rape children. Get out of here. You're not catching me on a statutory case. I might might be the next Hitler, but I'm not not a Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think I am, R. Kelly? Get out of here. Ugh. I'm not going to pee on you. I'm a genocidal maniac, not a pervert. <laughs> that is like his character. Perfect. Uh, the vegetables. So, so stupid. <laughs> I'll kill a man for making a fart joke. but <laughs> Not even a man, a kid. You yeah. Kill kill. I'll, I'll murder a child. But and, I'm not and a he was, pervert. And he was... About to murder Beak. That was funny too when Beak shows back up and he's like, Beak, you passed my test. <laughs> Which you came back stronger. Actually, makes perfect sense because he's the exact contrast of uh, Charles Xavier. So Charles Xavier is a fucking creep. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Magneto's like, I'm different. <laughs> also, though, Beak comes at him with a fucking. Well, I would have thought an aluminum bat, but she called it a titanium bat. Yeah. Which. Where the fuck do you find a titanium bat? Fucking space age baseball and shit. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe it's they have to have special ones just because they're they get attacked every time they play baseball. Man, <laughs> that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, so they need special bats. <laughs> but yeah, that was weird. Titanium. I don't. Is there like some? Does titanium not attract metal? And I don't know. No, it does because like, he pulls it away. Yeah. Uh, no, titanium is non-corrosive. So you can, like, have it under water, it won't rust. Like, yeah. all the, like, <laughs> diving knives and stuff, they're all made with titanium. But yeah. they're flimsier, kind of, like, overall. Like, I don't know, metal's all over the place. There's some metals that are better for some things. It's not a good material for a bat to be made out of. No, it's not, actually. It'll dent. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. It's super lightweight, and uh, it's strong for being lightweight, but that's, like, about it. <laughs> like, they're stronger metals, they're just heavier. Yeah. But, like, al- aluminum is the... I don't know, we don't need to get the, into the specifics of yeah. metals. I mean, unless someone's, listen- unless someone's listening to this to specifically learn how to forge metals, in which case, 
They lucked out. Yeah, but you got the wrong fucking podcast. <laughs> but also, wrong podcast, because none of us forge medals. I've just seen a yeah. few YouTube videos. Yeah, go, listen, go watch Forged in Fire if that's what you're listening to this for. Yeah. Yeah, also really weird that you listen to this for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, they gotta be talking about Magneto. <laughs> They're talking about magnets, right? Magnets, metal. Yeah, we don't even know how they work. <laughs> ICP. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, is there anything else we want to get into with this? Oh, no. Uh, you have a rating that you gave it? Oh, rating? We're doing the ratings? I don't okay, know. I haven't done ratings in forever, and those are all lost now. So I know. No you did your, like, your one rating or two of them. I did it twice, but that was supposed to be for like you know overall storytelling and art and stuff. But, yeah. You know, whatever. Uh, not great. How many solid not dicks awesome. do you give it? Maybe like one and a half floppy wieners. I between Xavier and Magneto, I don't think there's an yeah. erect penis. Alright. Uh the other thing I was gonna say, uh they uh it's still up in the air whether or not they're gonna actually do new mutants. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess. We're talking about movie stuff at the end. Great news. I mean not good news, but Yeah, the well they're saying sucks. uh there's a good chance that uh, the uh, at least New Mutants will just be released directly to Hulu instead of like a th- uh, theatrical release. That's cool. I don't care. hoeing it so bad. I don't like it. I, I don't really care at this point. I just want Marvel to start making stuff so I can get excited about it again. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. Yep. That looks like uh, that's about everything for us on uh, today's podcast. Uh, go like the, the Facebook page and... Uh, uh, all the other shits. Yeah. That's that Max Man. Yeah. yeah. Or Max Man Podcast. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm Tony. I'm Justin. Devin. Oh, later. <laughs> <laughs>